Good song. It's becoming one of my favorites. For sure. It's pretty hot. Welcome to Scramble Sports Sit Down. Light crew today. Graves in the house. What's up? Simpson in the house. How's it going? Lethko is out of training camp for another 11 day stint on the Tom Brady list. It's his bye week. Landon is on a bye week also. Wire is. He's he's on a persistent <laughs> bye week. Persistent bye week. His bye week never stops. It ne- no, it doesn't. We got a ton of stuff to get to today. I'm sending out the link right now to someone. We do a terrible job at social media. So if there's anybody out there who wants to make as much as we make on this show, <laughs> and and you would like to handle our social media, holla. Come join the fun. Come join all the fun. Ton of stuff to get to today. This will be a fun top five later on. Top five fictional athletes. athletes. I got a pretty good one. I mean, I think it's a really good one. But I'll have to compete with Landon. I don't think we'll ever top Landon. I think Landon might might pull something (laughs) out of a bag. He's always got a rabbit coming out of the friggin' hat, man. He can't be trusted. You gotta watch those kings. That's something that you do. You have to say about all of them. That's they always correct. have a rabbit coming out of their hat. You definitely need to look. And look, my not my will not have a rabbit coming out of my hat. I have a very predictable top five. You let that's, us know about one of them last. I night. did, man, and I think that's that is that's my wild card in there. I don't think probably <laughs> many people are gonna catch the reference, but hopefully we'll have a whole new generation of Big Lebowski fans. Little Cohen Brothers cult classic. My throat's in rough shape, man. Had a rough night last rough night. Rough game last night. I only sounded the horn one time, and I'm still really hoarse. <laughs> We're going to take a look at all your college football top 25 today. We'll also take a deep dive, Carolina Clemson. Uh, we got a really cool new survivor pool, courtesy of Landon again. He said We're the, the best, he is the best thing that has happened to our show. <laughs> <laughs> of course he's going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Typical Landon. That's right. That's right. I, he, look, he gets, his, uh, he gets his modesty from me. But he, he actually has a really cool new idea. I can't wait to unveil that the survivor pool for the NFL for, for the show here. He also stomped me in the League of Record fantasy football last week. He has not, surprisingly, rubbed it in too hard. He did let me know often over the weekend, but... Well, it's early in the season. He'll get me again. Yeah. And he'll rub it in even harder next <laughs> time, I'm sure. So the survivor pool, we're going to look at all the divisions getting to the end of baseball season, almost to the postseason. Although you have to, you know, Reggie... Um, oh man, you know what I'm talking about, Mr. October. Yeah, Reggie Jackson. Jackson, yeah. why? How do you forget Jackson? It's not like some hard name to remember. <laughs> it just went away. He would be Mr. November nowadays, not Mr. October. Yeah, what's taking so long for the MLB playoffs to start? Wild card stuff, man. Ugh. We're adding to it this year, right? I was about to say it just seems like it's overkill at this point. We've been in the regular season too long. <laughs> We have been in the regular season forever. <laughs> Dog days is something. If you look at the still list, let's, let's see. We have been in this thing for a hot minute, 145 games deep 
roughly, we are, ish. 144 if you're the Astros. 142 if you're the Mariners. <laughs> 143 if you're the Rangers. Interesting. Big night of high school football last night. A lot of tough nights around the Lakelands. Some tough for the visiting teams coming into the Lakelands. A lot of them tough for Lakelands teams. We'll start with uh, Ware Shoals and St. Joe's. 55 to nothing. Oh, St. Joe's and Ware Shoals. That's not even the worst one. That's not the worst one. I, should I go in like descending order? That's probably the second to worst one. Except, well, Crescent's pretty bad too. Abbeville, Dred Crescent, 51 to 7. I want to talk more about that one in a minute. McCormick shuts out Dixie, 27 to nothing. Akeen Durant, big game. A couple of touchdowns, one on a kick return. That'll be fun. Here's the big one. Christchurch comes to Cabin Falls and for some reason kicked a field goal. <laughs> I do not understand this, but they were working on the kicking game. 73 to nothing. Like, why did you kick a field goal? How did you get 11 possessions? A. You got to assume that's a pick, pick sixes or scooping scores in there or something, man. I still am curious about the field goal. How is it 73? Most likely what happened is. Like I said before, they were working, yeah. wanted to work on the kick, you know, field goal. Yeah, that or they get the they kick the field goal early. It's ten to nothing. Or maybe they have somebody on the team that doesn't really get a lot of playing time, and they wanted to get him in there and see if he could, you know, make it through the uprights. Yeah. yeah, similar what they do in baseball when they start bringing in the position players to pitch. I mean, yeah, like you rarely see the team that's winning twelve to zero in baseball bring in a position player to pitch, but it's possible. Yeah. I don't know. It's becoming more of a thing now. Yeah, that's true. Pujols did pitch once. Like you said, when you're up by that much, you can do whatever you want. You just do whatever you want, man. (laughs) Yeah. We learned that last night, right? Yeah. I would love to know when the kick occurred. I would love to know when the kick occurred, too. I don't have the discipline. Calvin Falls is probably going to burn all those school books. (laughs) Anybody's going to be able to find out the stats. There will be no stat sheet for that one. T.L. Hanna came to town and and put it on Greenwood pretty good, 31-14. That was a tough night for the – the Eagles. Not as tough as the one that we had up the road as the Vikings go up to BHP and lay a pretty good egg, 35-6 to six to the Bears. Three and out on the first two drives for the defense against the Bear offense and did not stop them again. They scored on every possession thereafter. Yeah, a little bit of a win went out of our sales when for me it was two plays, honestly. Laboris Warren his interception return mm-hmm. yeah. would have been inside the 20, but callback because of a blindside block. And then Ian Ryan's the kickoff return for a touchdown was called back due to another penalty. And really, that was all you wrote. Um, mm-hmm. You could just see the, the wind went out of our sails, especially on the Ryan's kickoff return for a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, that, that's it right there. You have two potentially, you know, that's a 14-point swing for penalties. Because uh, you, you, you would think that Eagles – Going to try and get into the end zone right there in the red zone. They're four down territory. You're you're moving your offerings okay at that point. You're still able to get some first downs, but ever since then, uh, it was three and out after you know three and out, and then you have a failed fourth down conversion and another three and out. Uh, it, that was it was just that type of night. Nothing was going offensively, and you only have uh, 87 yards rushing and 48 passing. That was tough. Just, yeah, not a, not a recipe for success. And you know you got to give credit to the BHP defense, but again, it was more of the Emerald offense just just couldn't get it going and just not being not being all there. No, it was tough, man. The thing that bothered me the most, I think, was as we're leaving 
you hear someone say same old different year same old emerald you know and it just you want to just punch them in the mouth man there's some truth to that statement though when we play the bhp bears it's been the same story every time we get down by about two touchdowns usually in the first half and we just have to really play their game at that point because they're going to be methodical in everything they do they're going to you know run the clock run the ball and you're you're in a situation where you got to play catch up against a really tough defense and it's really been the same story ever since we played them in this series and the only way that we're going to change it next year is that we have to come out as the aggressor and that's what I've made you know one of my points the keys to the game start fast you've got to start at least putting some points on the board in the first quarter get some touchdowns early and make them get into chase mode make them be the the ones that are chasing you all night long and that forces them to get uncomfortable and to start having to pass the ball instead of relying on their ground game. Well, they chucked it down the field a few times on us. 75-yard touchdown pass where nobody was home in the back end. Got a bit on the play fake. They threw the ball around a little, a little bit on us last night. They they took their shots when they needed to, and they made them count for the most part. Really the only the one mistake from Pendleton, and that was the pick from Laboris Warren. I'm not sure what he was doing with that ball. He threw it right to Laboris, who's in the middle of the field by himself. You're right. You're getting like a deep cover, too. So you, when you on that play, he's got to get that ball up and over Laboris Warren. But the only issue is he never saw Laboris Warren. Yeah, but there's yeah. The, the receiver that he's throwing to is 15 yards deeper down the field. Like that ball wasn't getting there. I'm not saying Pendleton's a great quarterback. That's how he's, <laughs> that's but, how he's looked but, for most of his career. But a couple of that one, the 75 yard was a dime, man. The to, ball spun well. Wide o- yeah, wide open receiver. Yeah. The ball spun pretty well. Kevin, it looked pretty. Yeah, pretty yeah they had a uh, touchdown the very first play from scrimmage for them. And it was dropped. Yep. Yeah. So, same uh, sure play, same yeah. concept. Yeah. yeah. So twice they, they beat us on down the middle, not even on the outside. No, that was a right slot guy. The yeah, slot guy yeah. up the seam. Well, like you pointed out last night, Graham, the concept is they get somebody coming on a, either a drag or a slant across the middle and then put a route just behind yeah. that route a little bit deeper, 10 or 15 yards deeper. And one time we had somebody in that area, and then the next time we didn't. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that tends to happen. Greenwood sputters in second half, the headline says. Loses homecoming. I didn't know it was homecoming last night there. It's early homecoming That's this year for both high schools. Yeah. yeah, Emeralds is next week. Wow. Homecoming in September. Don't ask me why. Just <laughs> well, and just to back up a second, we have Crescent next week. That's right. They lost 51-7 to Abbeville. So it's a good homecoming maybe. I mean, we're, not, we're not everybody's homecoming anymore. Coach DeBose said that on the Tuesday show. I was telling Graham, Grace, before I got here, I, I, I like to go to sleep listening to a podcast. I was listening to Dateline, right? I'm a big Dateline fan. I know it's hard to believe that. I love all the drama. <laughs> right? But a big Dateline fan. And so I go to sleep listening to Dateline, but I'm startled awake at like 3 a.m. by the sound of my own voice. Because the midweek mix-up is playing. <laughs> On Apple Puck, because it plays the next, he keeps playing the next yeah, up podcast. Yeah, plays the next podcast. Yeah. Midweek mix-up was up. Played it. Scared the daylights out of me. Jeez. Who knew you'd scare yourself? Well, I think that's why people listen, because they hear my voice in the morning, and it scares them awake. It's like Wim Hof method <laughs> taking a cold shower. Was it a sound, the horn, that startled you? On the no, because it was, it, was, no, it, was, um, it was just a chat with Coach DeBose. It was Coach DeBose's interview. Oh, okay. So you went through the entire hour before yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Now, this happens to me a lot. If I'm listening to a podcast or something, my dream is usually related in some way to that. Was yeah. that – were you dreaming about Coach DeBose? I, I can't really talk about that. <laughs> I don't want you to judge me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to say if you take away 
you know, Marquez Henderson, he had a 58-yard run, which should never have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Deuce had him locked up. We had, I think, Jordan Green in there on defense. Yeah. We couldn't stop him. That was lazy from us. We were tired defensively. Tired, man. Uh, but he ended up having 113. Mm-hmm. So, and he, he at, at halftime, he was really not a factor. No. And look, when he got the ball, he looked good. Oh, yeah, he's a great back. The problem is they've got three guys they can roll through there who all were pretty good. Yeah, Latham had uh, 46 yards and a touchdown. Shaheem Robs had 42 yards and a touchdown. Pendleton ran himself for 34 yards and a touchdown. And then uh, Marquez Henderson, 113 for a touchdown. Wow. I think Pendleton was the one that surprised me. I, yeah. I knew, obviously, he's going to run as a quarterback. He's a little bit more shifty than I, I thought he'd be. Um, yeah, and he actually ran right down the uh, A-gap for a touchdown. Yes, he did. So he, he, he literally went right up the A. There was nobody home there either. Good job by the center clearing that spot out. Yeah, and he was 6-13 uh, of 13 with an interception, 116 yards for a touchdown. See, that's, that, that's and, not great. Uh, and you have 75, 75 of those on uh, one a pass to Nevada. Nevada but it throws. seemed like whenever they needed the big throw, he just made it. Like he was the guy. That's what it's going to take to push them over the top in yeah. 3A. You know, they're not good. Uh, Daniel, I think, is once again the, the king well, of the round. I think you're right. I just – with BHP, the only way that they're going to really go deep in the playoffs, Pendleton's got to make some plays with his arm. He's going to have to sling the ball. But he's he's got to have some guys who can catch it too. Because the, the, if, you, if you score – you know, we talked about what happens if we don't get these penalties. If they hit that ball, oh, man. Yeah. That's a dagger deep in the heart to, to come out and play this run – oriented team and, and then they sling a 75 yard touchdown pass right off the jump yeah special teams again kind of flaky and also it's like boomer bust man it's like having michael thomas on your fantasy team you're gonna get like 25 points or three or michael williams or mike, mike williams. williams yeah he does that too boomer bust uh, speak about uh jalen foster for a second oh, that's right president of jalen foster fan club rough week but we will bounce back <laughs> next week <laughs> 11 attempts, uh, 32 yards, touchdown. The only one. The only uh, one in the second half. That's correct. And so that's our first offensive touchdown in the second half all season long. Uh, but average 3.1 yards per carry. He really didn't – he never got a rhythm because uh, he, he didn't start the game. Took him a while to get those touches. Only had four at halftime. And then when he came in the second half, he just didn't have that same burst. Uh, didn't have that same uh, bolt of energy, probably because he was on defense mm-hmm. for 15 minutes straight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But again, it's uh, it, it wasn't you know the electric Foster we're used to seeing. No, he played a ton of snaps on yeah. defense at safety. He's one of the most reliable guys they have on that back end. Of course, he was one of the ones who got sucked up on the play fake on the big touchdown. But but uh, he's one of the most reliable people back there. He played a ton of snaps in the Saluda game, too. He did. You wonder man. if it was maybe a carryover effect to the BHP game. He was returning kicks. He was playing on defense. I mean, he had an amazing game did, on offense. Did he come off the field? I don't even think he came off the field. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's tough. It was uh, – JT Turner started a half at a tailback. Yeah. And that was – because Coach DeBose sent me the starters. It did not include number nine. It included Jalen Foster at running back. I really feel like he did it just to conserve his energy. That's what I feel like, too. At first, I was a little late, but he did come in and run the ball, but he did not run the ball much. No. 11 K, only 11 touches, which is uh, probably uh, you know 10 or so less than. <laughs> only only Key Holloway had more rushing attempts with 12. Yeah. Some of those were, were quick pull downs of the football, I think, though. 
He might have been on a pitch count. You remember back to last year, the Daniel game. Yeah. Both players get injured on the same play. Yeah. We're coming uh, up on that week yeah. next week, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's look, I've got no problem with um, – this is – they. the first time I ever heard the, it talked about this way, because to me this is the regular season. Preseason is jamborees. So I started hanging out with coaches, and they talk about these first five games being the preseason. Yes. Because they don't really matter. They do. I mean, obviously they do. We put it on the record. But they don't really matter. We could go 0-5 here. Just like we were talking about this with Greenwood, because they're 1-4. They'll probably win their region and get a one seed in the playoffs. Yeah. Emerald could be in the same boat. They've they've played some, you know, BHP is a top ten team in the state. You know, maybe we were a little overranked ourselves, potentially. BHP is a good football team. Not so sure we're overranked. I think you're coming off an emotional loss yeah, to Saluda. We were flat on Yeah, we're just a little bit of a hangover. And you're playing the number eight team in BHP. I mentioned it last night. You know that they're going to come with a certain level of play. They're going to be physical all night. And it's tough playing a, a speed team one week against Saluda and then moving to a team like BHP that's really going to run it down your throat, get you in a phone booth, and beat you up for four quarters all night long. Yeah, they did that. I will say uh, on the season we do have 488 passing yards. Wow. And that is with 30 completions, one interception, three touchdowns. And that's all Key Holloway who's done the passing. And he also leads us in rushing, 336 yards and 54 attempts with two touchdowns. That's why the game plan is take 12 away, I guess. A lot of those yards came in the first two games. I I just feel like it did not – hadn't looked at the stats, but it just feels like most of them came against 96 and were shoals the passing yards. And he had the uh, 76-yard touchdown run. Yeah. (laughs) So that's that's helped him a bit. (laughs) All right, so I was thinking about you guys this week. We're going to talk not, more. Not in your dreams, though, right? No. I only dream about Coach DeBose. <laughs> <laughs> favorite waitress. My favorite waitress. Favorite waitress in Greenwood. So, I was thinking about how you guys always give me a hard time about my techno. But you seem to be a big hip-hop fan. I am, too. We listen to a bunch of 90s hip-hop. So, I thought we'd just combine them. A little Flo Rida. You know, Flo Rida, this is where he got his claim to fame. Combining the 90s and the techno. I l- really enjoy this song. Very nice, trancy floor to the floor. But nosedive, surfing the crowd. Ooh, what ooh. happened to Flo Rida? I don't know. He man. wasn't like a one-hit wonder, but no, but he, he's he, not around anymore. He just like vanished. Yeah. It's a great song, too, man. He went to Florida, I'm assuming. He's somewhere <laughs> still in Florida. Assuming. This is a hot song, though. This is a hot song, man. Heard you were a wild one. Yeah. We're not going to talk about content today. We're going to talk more high school football, more Lakeland stuff. We'll get to the Greenwood game right on the other side. And Scramble Sports, sit down. Right here, private show. I like a mundane, don't talk about high pain. Tolerance, 
bottoms up when the champagne. My life from a hundred and he hit fame. We beat it with the deal, we get in Song. Scramble Sports sit down. King Grave Simpson here. The other king. Not on here. remote. Is he going to do a call-in later on? I don't think he's going to do a call-in. He's probably he, not even awake, is he? He is awake. He's on the way to Columbia. Is he listening? In he is car? listening. How do I listen? He wanted to listen because he's got, he's got you, of course, our Lakeland's Player of the Week. By the way, yeah. next week, Braden Mitchell, who was our last week's Lakeland's Player of the Week, is going to come get his free scrambled egg. Great. So we got one of those to give out as well. The top five is gas. He sent me all this stuff. It's really cool. Like he does good show stuff. Very nice notes here from his phone. As good as last week. It might be t- tough to ever top <laughs> that one, but this is pretty good. I hate that. I, I hate that I, he's not here to deliver this because his delivery is so much better than mine. <laughs> and I, I would just I would prefer my reaction to this one, having not read it previously. That's right. <laughs> so I'm curious to see y'all's reaction. He does have a good top five. And a good survivor team. I thought he took, make, took, a, took a good shot here. That's maybe one less egg. We'll talk about survivor that. Survivor team, we're just picking one NFL team? Or yeah, we, we might as well just tell everybody about it now because there's probably three people listening anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so the new, even though we're going to talk more high school football in just a second. The new Survivor Series. We, we, Survivor Series. Okay, man, we want you to do stuff. <laughs> this is not Survivor. The Survivor Pool. We modified it because everything we do is scrambled, right? So we scrambled up the Survivor Pool because we didn't want everybody, because like, everybody in, in five people would be eliminated in no time. We also don't want to gamble because that's, that's illegal. So we don't want to gamble here in South Carolina. It's against the law. So we had to figure out a way to make this happen. So Landon came up with this brilliant idea that we would, Pick the teams. It had to be a punishment. So then he decides it's going to be an egg smashed over your head. And so then we decide that nobody's eliminated in the survivor pool. We're going to pick the one team, but you can only pick a team one time, just like a regular survivor pool. 
But you're not eliminated. You still got to pick every week. At the end of the season, the end of the season, we'll go right out here in front of Howard's. We'll set up a chair, and we will smash an egg over your head or my head for every game that we pick wrong. Scramble Sports sit-down style. Maybe by that time we'll have a functioning social media presence so we can video it or something. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have all the Greenwood out there watching us get yes. <laughs> slammed over. We'll our at head. least have the five people who come and day drinking hours out there. Who knows? We'll get the Millers out there, Glenn and Debbie. They're here like every day, every Saturday. For as long as I can remember, they've been here on Saturday morning. I've been coming here on Saturday morning since 2015. It's been my spot. Howard's on Main. Same order every time? Used to be until the waitress called me Fatty Patty. Patty Patty. Yeah. You should have seen how much I was eating, bro. <laughs> well, you did say you had a uh, NFL belly. <laughs> I hope they don't clip that. Oh, we're clipping it. God. He had it time stamped. I saw him write it down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's on there. Why do you guys hate me so much, man? Jeez. Which, somebody, I got to hang out with better people. Somebody said you had a championship level gut. I remember somebody <laughs> saying that on the broadcast last night. Oh. That may have been wire. I don't think that's accurate, bro. I, I'm just telling you what he said. I'm offended. Those are living cells. They've got to be <laughs> fed, bro. I mean, you can't just de- de- neglect them. I about to say, if we didn't pick on you, we it would show that we don't love you. Yeah. I think it's this the is, way This the is responsible goes. for the most egregious misspeak on air I think I've ever <laughs> had. Because I'm doing a game with Blake Smith. And so this will make sense to you guys, but everybody listening out there will make no sense. But I... I'm looking, he's, and he's talking about, um, I can't remember who he's talking about, but he's talking about him being thick, one of our guys, maybe Calvin Henderson, and said somebody, you know, you got a lot of meat back there. Talking about back. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, like this, slap my belly with both of my hands so the people who are listening, and I begin rubbing it, and I say, <laughs> you guessed it, all my meat's in the front. <laughs> my wife immediately oh, texts me with, in all caps, you can't say that. <laughs> uh, no. Look, so I'm, I'm taking a communications class I'm communi- to finish up my communications degree. I'm taking this class. and they, they, um, It's a communications class. And so the, the, the discussion <laughs> point is... It's a um, communications class. <laughs> the discussion point is... <laughs> Something that you've done where you could didn't communicate clearly. And I use that as an example because I think it's hilarious, right? I mean, I can't believe I said it, right? But it's a good example, I think, of, of how you have to know your medium and your audience and everything else in order to communicate clearly and effectively because obviously that was very misunderstood and easily misunderstood. Probably more easily misunderstood than it was understood <laughs> because only five people can see me rubbing on my belly referring to my gut. Which is championship caliber and NFL size all of a sudden. <laughs> anyway, so I put that in the discussion. We need to bring back the Greybeard League so you can lose some of that gut. Uh, yeah, I'm down for the Greybeard League. Uh, Simpson doesn't qualify, though. He's not great. I can play left-handed. <laughs> we, don't let, we don't let D2s play, bro. This is, oh, this is people who cannot play. That's play. exactly right. Yeah. If you yeah. can play, except for... I'll yeah, play defense with my hands behind my back. Like, oh, so like in Monty, Monty Python on the Holy Grail, that dude? Surely you've watched Monty Python, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, anyway, so we need to talk about high school football. 
Back on track. Yes. yes. Back on track. Uh, Greenwood High and T.L. Hanna went to war yes, uh, they did. for a little while. Yeah, for the first, it was a <laughs> touchdown game at the, at the end of the first half. Yeah, 7 nothing Hanna. That was with uh, 2.30 left to go in the first quarter. And then on their next drive, they scored. That was about seven and a half minutes left in the second quarter. And then again, Greenwood answered back with three minutes, 21 seconds left to go in halftime. 14-7, that was the score at half. And then Greenwood High gets the ball back in the second half, and they tie the game. It is 14-14. It's about to be a war. Uh, not so fast, my friend. Uh, oh, it, in the fourth so. quarter, <laughs> Teal, it was a tie ball game going into the fourth quarter. Teal Hanna scored once. They scored twice. They scored three times. We and what that, was a 14-14 ball game with 12 minutes left to go in the game? Mm ended up being 31-14 in favor of T.L. Hanna. So what happened here? I don't know. I hate that for Coach Lina, though. They did have a bad fourth quarter. There has to be some big plays in there. Had some big runs from what I read on the Index Journal online. Shout out to Cody Estramer, by the way. Yeah, up the middle by Hanna. And it's something that Greenwood had worked on in practice this week, but for some reason Hanna was able to pop a couple of big runs, and that's what got them in the scoring position and ended up taking the victory against right. Greenwood. Jimmy's and Joe's, man. Sometimes it just, sometimes their Jimmy's and Joe's just better. Greenwood also sustained some injuries in the game as well, and during God, this they bi- are getting killed. Well, that's what I about to say. During this bye week, it couldn't have come at a better time. They're going to get healthy, headed into region play the week following. But Greenwood's in a, they're in a tough place. That that non-region schedule was just, it, it was, was hellacious. It was it's one of the toughest ones in the state by far. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who had a better one. I mean, a tougher one. I just can't think of anybody who had a tougher South Point. South Point got beat. Yeah. South Point got beat last night. Number one team by South Florence. South Florence beat South Point last night. Let that sink in, bro. I don't get that score. I don't know what the score was, but I don't get that game at all, how South Florence was able to beat South Point. South Florence got a really good team. They've been ranked top five for the longest, like ever since halfway through last season, people were starting to take note. Uh, but it's Football City, bro. It is. And it wasn't even close. It wasn't. 42 7. I think, I think South, South Florence has got to be the uh, new powerhouse because we already seen what South Point did to Gaffney, right? Well, Gaffney's not playing well. They did win last night. They, they beat Northwestern. They destroyed Northwestern. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. How either Northwestern they, is, is bad, which they're not. They're not. They're not. Yeah, the Gaffney had to play really, really well in order to beat Northwestern the way they did. South Point, we thought, was untouchable for the longest time. I mean, they beat Mallard Creek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they go and lose 42-7 to, to South Florida. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. It's, a bit, it's, it's topsy-turvy everywhere. The NFL's been nuts. College football's nuts. College football is nuts. You got to say South Florence has cleared away the number one team. And for, I don't know how you I don't know how you deny that in the state. Are, in, in the state, they're undefeated. They're five uh, and zero, oh and they beat yeah. and they beat South Point forty two seven. Yeah. Are they? Are they? I don't know if they could beat Dutch Fork though. Dutch Fork's pretty good again this year. But Dutch Fork still has that Gaffney looming large. Yeah. Unfortunately for them. Well, and you know the way that's set up, I believe that they they will take each other out because that they'll play in the upper state. Yeah. Dutch Fork will this year in the playoffs, and so. It won't be a state title matchup if those two make it. It would be in the in the upper state championship. South Florence has had a really tough schedule themselves. Yeah, Goose Creek blew them out. Oceanside, 
That was a close game, 29-28. Orangeburg, Wilkinson blew them out. Carolina Forest yeah. blew them out. And then, of course, beat South Point and completely destroyed them 42-7 to last night. And they're they're going to they're gonna destroy Hartsville. Wilson yeah. might be a little bit of a contest, but they're going to end up beating that. Myrtle Beach has a down year. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna kill Myrtle Beach and North Myrtle and then West Florence, who's also a really good team. Yeah, yeah. And that is the last game of the season, South yeah. Florence versus West West Florence. I don't know what they got going on in Florence right now, but West Florence currently four and zero. And uh, they, they got athletes down there. They, man. they have wins over Lexington, Lake City, Sockisty, and Dreer. And they play Burns next week. Mm, that'll be a tough. One. Well, Burns has been kind of down since Bobby. Yeah, they've anyway. been up and down. Yeah. I was I was educating the young one, my Padawan yesterday. Told he was unaware that Bobby Bentley was the head coach at Burns, back when they were romping and rolling. Mysteriously, yeah. he comes up with a college job about the time for his boy to commit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Burns was one of those teams that started the out-of-state travel back yeah. in the day. Yeah. They were one of the first South Carolina teams to do it in story program. But yeah, they've been on some hard times here the last few years. Yeah, they came to Greenwood with a. The, the Greenwood team with money, yep. Armani Edwards at the quarterback. He had, I can't, if Lethko was here, he could give us a stat line, like, <laughs> verbatim. It was like he had the game of his life. Greenwood had a great game. I mean, he had, like, 400 yards past the ball or something ridiculous, man, and they lost by, like, 30. That's how good Burns was back then, man. But for him, that was great because they got him probably that scholarship deal to App State, correct? Yeah. Yeah, he had a gay up there with my buddy Coco Hillary. He had a really good career up there. Yeah, show up on the big game. So. Well, I mean, you know, he could have gone to a lot of different places, money, um, but wanted to play quarterback. Yep. And that was App State would let him play quarterback, so that's where he went. Don't blame him for that. He's had himself a pretty nice career. <laughs> that ended up working out pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not too bad. Spent App State comes up with another one last weekend. We'll Te get to that later. Texas A&M. Bro. Shock the of best the team money can buy, according yeah. to Saban. Shock of the weekend for me. God, what about Notre Dame? I saw that one coming. Yeah, oh, that's still big. It's a big, yeah. I mean, I didn't expect Marshall to win. I knew it would probably be a close game, but he can't be close. They're supposed to be a top five team. We'll yeah, get to that later. We'll Notre get to that Dame later. was overrated. They are be all they always are. We'll get to that later. That's college football. All right. We did not have an upset in Abbeville. <laughs> no, as they they destroyed Crescent. That was Coach Jamie Nichols' 200th career 200th win, win for Coach Nick. In the dismantling of Crescent, 51-7. to couple it, highlight plays. Uh, Jay Hill still under center for the Panthers. He had, a, uh, he had three touchdowns on the night. I think all of them. Well, no, he had one in the air with Jay Tench, 35-yard pass. Um, but that was... When it was over, that was to make it thirty-seven-seven. So the A bone has gotten a little more aerial. It has, and like they're big it. plays too. They are. They're not your ten-yard out route on third and six. They're uh, sec <laughs> second and seven. Let's let's take a shot yeah, downfield. Let's run a skinny post and see what we can yeah. get, man. The question, I guess, that looms the biggest, since Graves already mentioned it, is can Abbeville beat Oceanside? I think Abbeville's better than Saluda right now. I think it'll be a good game, yeah. but I think Abbeville will beat Saluda. I don't know if Abbeville I – mean, it's hard to compare Oceanside right now because I, I don't think o Oceanside is as good as Gray was last year. They're close. Not quite as good because they don't have the superstar yeah, talent. Well, Gray on, was on, on another level, position. man. They were just another level. But, again, I don't know how Abbeville would fare against this current BHP team. 
That that's fair. Would, that would, that's think, a big line, I man. I think that would be a really good game. Um, and I, I think I think BHP would have the upper hand because they, if you look at common opponents, they've beaten Westside. They did beat Westside. Week zero, mysterious week zero. Yeah, it would be a tough game. I think Abbeville would, because of that BHP line, I'd probably lean a little bit BHP. Um, I thought it was interesting, though, the, the Crescent coach, Sheldon Evans, when he was asked before the game what concerned him about Abbeville, he said their size, their speed, and their toughness. And <laughs> that pretty much so everything? That yeah. sums up Abbeville in a nutshell, and that's why the score ended up being 51-7. to I agree with you, BK. I think Oceanside, uh, the team to beat right now in 1A in the state. I, 2A, I'm sorry. Um, I think Abbeville, though, I want to see them when they have all their players healthy. I think right now the quarterback is hurt, had an injured ankle, didn't play against Crescent, Antonio, and then also Antonio Harrison yeah. hadn't played all season. Antonio Harrison is coming back in two weeks, I believe. He's already been That'll practicing. Be he hasn't. I don't, he's just going to start practicing in pads coming up, coming up very soon. Uh, but he's been doing like ladder drills, getting that knee back stable. Uh, but yeah, I think it's far and away. Oceanside is pretty much right now the clear cut number one team in two A, the team to beat because you look at their only loss. And it's a one-point loss to South Florence. What do y'all think about this backup quarterback for Abbeville? He's played well. He's done Jay, well. Jay Hill. Jay Hill. Yeah, Does he deserve in. some more snaps once Rayford comes back? I don't think so. If he gets more snaps, it has to be in a different position. You got to put Rayford back quarterback. Yeah. Okay. I think. Well. I just think you do. I think you. I think with with Rayford and Harrison, last week looks a lot different. Yeah. For Abbeville against Westside. Yeah, I agree with that. Looks a lot different with those two guys, and I'm not knocking the guys that are in there. Those two guys are just really special. To me, Rayford just is very special. Yeah, I think once you get Antonio Harrison back in there, you probably will go back to seeing the two or three passes a game from yeah. Abbeville, not the ten. But here's the thing: is is now that you know they've they've worked on it, they've honed the skill, and they can pull it out when they need to. Man, now they're not they don't have to fear being down by 14, and, right. the, and you know late in the third quarter, no big deal. We can we got this. That makes them dangerous, man. Because you know, previously that was kind of the the chink in the armor I think the fact that they have another weapon in Jay Hill <laughs> how is Nichols going to utilize him in region play I think there's some potential there that they could you know pull him out at different periods and different times in the game and he's shown he can make a big play for you especially with either his legs or his arm we get Crescent next week that Abbeville just absolutely destroyed thankfully we, we need a a breather after dropping the last two. We need a homecoming game. We need a homecoming game. I agree with that. I'm trying to find us something that we can listen to. Oh, this is all kind of good. So this is a. Uh, I'm not going to go there. But let's 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 dig deep in the vault, because this is one of my favorite songs, ever. I will say this before while you while you're uh, finding that song, Oceanside, will play Sumter, who is now five and zero next week, and they have wins. Over uh, Ridgeview and Goose Creek and Crestwood wow. this year, so we'll we'll learn and see exactly what Oceanside is about when you go and they play Sumter. I will. That's gonna be fun. I li- I'm liking Oceanside. By the way, the Lakeland's Player of the Week, Scramble Sports Sit Down Player of the Week, has literally at the last moment sliding in Jay Hill. Jay Hill. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. I like that. With Abbeville. For Abbeville last night, he has, like, literally slid in. Landon was, like, trying desperately this morning. He was up early, man. He was up as early as I was. Looking for Abbeville's stats. 
I loved it, man. Like I, I was like like my biggest proud dad moment. <laughs> like scouring for stats before he goes to another game, right? So he can listen to this show on the way down, right? To get his pick in and, and nailed it again. There's what, the, yeah. Things to look for on the other side. Things to look for coming up on the other. This is going to be fun because the NFL is back. It's also back with some of its shenanigans. All that and more. Things to look for on the other side. Scramble Sports, sit down. Best-selling hats and all sorts of shenanigans. South Carolina does have the number one selling NCAA hat. By the way, this is Toto, Africa. That is a hot tune, man. Mitchell.
Mitchell. I I got that Joe Buck call in my head. <laughs> we Can need we, that. We need to get that for a Braden Mitchell. A Braden Mitchell. Uh, whoa. whoa. Hey, nah, man. man. <laughs> this is Belinda Carlisle, bro. Yeah, but you need to turn it off. <laughs> oh, no, this is the gas, <laughs> or man. Or turn it down, at least. My goodness. We talked about this Place on a Tuesday on show. Earth. I don't think the gas is what that is. <laughs> is that, that the might be cheeks. That's the cheeks? <laughs> yeah. I love this album, by the way. Circles in the Sand and all that good stuff on there. That's good stuff. I can't believe you only shoes with the Go-Go's. The Go-Go's have a new song out. It's very punk. That's how they got their start, by the way. <laughs> Our lips are sealed, the Go-Go's. Yeah. yeah. Does Landon have a thing we learned? I don't think on he his has. notes. Let me see. He does not have a thing we learned on the notes. It's tragic. Yeah. I have something we learned. You have something we learned. Graves has something we learned. Maybe yeah. we can all do it two times. There's also going to be two Monday Night Football games. One of them with Joe Buck, which got us on the topic off air of the greatest Joe Buck call of all time. With second said, greatest, second that, greatest. That was said with plenty of sar- sarcasm. Uh, can we? We have a we have a clip here. Can we? Can we play this? Can you give some juice on 7-8 for us? Good juice on 7-8. Let's see. Let's see. Here we are. Gotcha. Mitchell. Mitchell. Down to the 25. I feel like, like, before he says down to the 25, I feel like Mitchell is literally... Not eating his vegetables at the table, Mitchell, and his mom is telling Mitchell. him to eat them, Mitchell. Yeah, because he gets there's a Mitchell. little slight more emphasis. You know, I remember my mom used to call my name at the table. You know, she'd say it a little bit different. Mitchell is misbehaving. He, yes, he's misbehaving at the table, and he's being. But he didn't even say what his first name was. Well, maybe uh, Mitchell is the first name. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, maybe he's talking about Braden Mitchell. Braden Mitchell, that's right. Yeah, we we need to break that out for Braden Mitchell. I have to call uh, Bobby down. 96, yeah. Bobby Hamby, and just and, and see if we can get a Mitchell. 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 <laughs> can we play that clip for him Mitchell. next week? When yes, he comes we're to get definitely playing. Egg? We're definitely playing the Mitchell clip when we serve yeah. him a scrambled the, egg. The, uh, we're going to need some video on that, too. Man. The, the comments of this are uh, <laughs> Mitchell's mom at 6 a.m. trying to wake him up for school. <laughs> 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 I told you he was misbehaving at the table, bro. Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell. Mitchell. Uh, and there's another one is somewhere Joe Buck is standing in his mirror practicing his Mitchell. <laughs> I wonder if Joe Buck, if his kid, one of his kids' names is Mitchell. <laughs> he just had a great parent voice on that call. That, well, I tell you what it sounded like, didn't it? it yeah, sounded you remember, exactly like a parent. You remember hearing your, Jonathan, I can hear your daddy saying that to you now. Yeah, John. well, no, it was more my mom. Mom? Yeah. yeah. I can see that, too. That look they give you and then the first name. The eyebrow. Yeah, the eyebrow raise. <laughs> Jonathan. Yeah, it's like a uh, like you fall asleep in class and your teacher's trying to wake you up. <laughs> Mitchell. If they say it more than three times, you're really in trouble, though. Well, we, he only said three. He did. So, you, yeah. so Mitchell yeah. not in grave Mitchell, trouble. Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. Down at the 25. <laughs> Down at the 25. <laughs> 15 seconds of airtime. <laughs> For a 75-yard kicker. That went to the 25. Yes. It went to the other 25. It went to the other 25, yeah. And that was the opening kickoff of the game. Oh, what a start. Oh, that's By the way. He still didn't have the pipes warmed up, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that was insane. And the uh, on the YouTube video of this, you just all you have to do is, is uh, 
type in Mitchell Joe Buck, and the uh, in the description says Mitchell times three. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, that's a uh, honorary, honorary thing we thing learned is that Joe Buck, Monday Night Football. Is a good parent with a kid named Mitchell. Yes. Joe Buck and Aikman, Monday Night Football. It's interesting. And the mysterious Mitchell. Mysterious Mitchell. I was trying to find my my thing we learned article here that I want because I wanted to be able to reference it. Yeah, we need like to legitimately uh, because we, this is incredible. We need, we need to uh, somehow combine that clip. And so when he says down at the twenty five, we just need and there ain't no flag. Yeah, <laughs> just add it all together in one. <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome because, yeah, for Emerald, those kickoff returns have really been challenging this it year is, without a flag. Yeah, you could have pulled out of Ryan's. Yeah. Ryan's last yeah, night. Yeah, I could have. Uh, but Ryan's. we knew as soon as Ryan's. he was at Ryan's. As soon as Ryan's. he crashed. Ryan's. <laughs> or just say Ian. Yeah. Ian. Ian. <laughs> as soon as he passed uh, midfield, you knew it was coming back. Yeah, so. It was disappointing. It was, it was disappointing. Ian. He did make a great Ian. cut back into the middle of the field, by the way. Yes, he did. An incredible just split the defenders. I'm pretty sure they tackled each other. They did. Yeah, um, yeah that, was, that was great from Ian. And he was excited until he realized. Reminiscent of the the yeah. gray Casey Adams move in the state yeah. championship against Silver Bluff, where he made a Silver Bluff linebacker tackle the other linebacker. So there's a still photo of it that's incredible. It's it's amazing. Thing I learned? Yes, thing you learned. All right, NFL back in the news again. It's unfortunate, but it is Hispanic Heritage. So the NFL thought they were going to put out a logo. Uh, Have you seen it? I have not seen it. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Look at it. Oh, no. Man. This is it. That's it? That's it. Is that a so they literally have mustache? put the... <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? They're calling us great. It's the, it's the till. So they've changed the N in NFL to Inye. It's Inye oh, NFL. Okay. That's a, so that's like an that's ac- accent? No, it's it's the till, which gives you makes it the N, the Inye. Oh, okay. Well, okay. That's, that's the two letters. There's two different letters in the. Oh, this sucks. This is you terrible. haven't seen it either. I just looked at it right oh, it's, now. It's, it's garbage. It's terrible. It looks like a third grader did this. It's awful. I was gonna go for kindergarten, but yeah, yeah like third, we, you know, third grader, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if a kindergarten can get the perfect, so, you know, symmetrical. Okay, so give me the press release on this. What was it? Say? Yeah, I don't want to read this, <laughs> no, 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 no. man. It's humiliating. The, the pre- the, I, I had the press release. It's it's, it's um, humiliating. It's humiliating for the NFL. Por la cultura. Por la cultura. That's right. Por la cultura. The league is proud to celebrate Latino Heritage Month by highlighting NFL players, coaches, and staff while partnering with Hispanic Heritage Foundation and the Hispanic Alliance for Career Enhancement, the NFL said in a statement. We look forward to continuing collaborations with Latino creators, artists, and writers. We are here to amplify the voices of the Latino community on and off the football field. We have to give them a round of applause because they did not say Latinx. So at least... At least we're moving on. Applause for that. Yes. I love this. They're um, saying that the shield integrates an unmistakable Latin flavor with that, that yellow mark. Inye NFL. That's Inye FL. Inye FL. I'm going to call it that. That's, That's Latin it. flavor? That little mark right there? <laughs> no, bro. This is the <laughs> biggest PR. And look, the NFL has been Acuna. hitting home runs. It's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, so it's not a cuna, it's a cuna. It's a cuna. Yeah. A cuna matata. <laughs> <laughs> Inye fell. 
<laughs> does that does Curacao count as part of the Hispanic Heritage Month for the NFL? I don't know. Yes, I would. I would say so. I don't know. I, I so. can't tell by this. All I see is some squiggly line on their black and white out logo. That's terrible. Is that going to be on the fields this weekend? They have the God, I hope on not, the middle man. of the field. If they paint these on the fields, they have. They're not. There's. There's. It's worse than I thought. Surely they've seen the backlash on this over the last two days. Yeah, it's terrible. It is. <laughs> The shield. <laughs> <laughs> the shield. The shield integrates an unmistakable Latin flavor. It has stars and stripes in it, man. <laughs> but it has that yellow mark now on it. It's, it's now blacked out with a yellow mark that's unmistakably. Black and yellow, <laughs> black and yellow. Yeah. <laughs> that song came out 13 years ago yesterday, by the way. I was going to tell you that on the broadcast, but we never really. Oh. We never. It was like a Steelers flavor like a, to it. Never sounded like a great time to put that. in. No, man, that was not a t- great time for that kind of content last night for sure. Did Landon did not have one, right? Oh, no, but I'm going to tell you what. Let me. Do, I, I saw a great tweet by Fidel Martinez. He's got a blue check. I don't know who that is, but okay. he's got a blue check. That's all you need. <laughs> what do you think that unmistakable Latin flavor is? Adobo, jalapeno, <laughs> serranos? <laughs> Wrong answers only. Yeah, not. It didn't go over well, man. By the way, this this is reminiscent. I'm a big, big fan of The Office. Yeah, yeah, I was the office, go. yeah. So that's immediately what I yeah. thought of was was uh, B.J. Novak putting the, the the till on the bottle of the lemonade, calling it this Mexican lemonade. No, this is bad. That's literally what they've done. They have the NFL has taken a scene from The Office and used it as their marketing, like diversity, equity, inclusion. Man, that's the catchphrase these days. That is not what they mean by that, I don't think. The yellow till, it's a, it's a miss. But we did learn that the NFL and all of their marketing genius to build the behemoth that they have across the globe is still fallible in their marketing because that's horrible. Someone told them that was a good idea and they believed it. <laughs> Never fails. They're so going to make one of these mistakes every year. Every year. Diversity is key in marketing teams. Well, I don't want to say that. I can't no, say don't that. go there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. All right. One thing I learned was <laughs> Carolina Panther football, Matt oh. Rule, he claims we're the third best team in the NFL. What? And it was yes. over the course of the last 35 minutes of the game. So we averaged 7.7 yards per play the last 35 minutes of the game, and he says that that ranked third in the league during that time period. So forget about the rest of the, the stuff that happened prior to the last 35 minutes of the game. What about we the are first the, 25 minutes? We are the third-ranked squad in the NFL, according to Matt Rule. Does Matt Rule know that we play 60-minute <laughs> football games and not 35-minute <laughs> football games? I feel like he should know that. I love this quote by Kyle Madison. He also has a check mark on Twitter as well. He said, most coaches, I want a good 60 minutes of football out there. That's what they say in their yeah, speech. Yeah. Matt Rule, I'll take a solid 35, <laughs> give or take. <laughs> give or take. <laughs> if, we, if we can get 34-30, I'm, I'm satisfied with yeah. that. That is horrible. That's terrible. This is, yeah. and this is why they are where they are. And this is why we're, it's going to be just like Landon said. We're going to get right in the middle. Yep. We need to be like 2-15. and 15, or we need to win double-digit games. We don't need to win seven, eight games. We're right on track for his seven-year comment last year, though. It took seven Jay-Z seven years to build Rockefeller. <laughs> it's going to take us seven years to build this back up to a, a relevant football team. That might be the worst quote of all time. <laughs> There's a worse one, but it can't be said on air either. Um, I have one that also pertains to uh, – 
NFL coaches. Well, used to be an NFL coach, and he was terrible when he did it. That might that uh, you might be able to guess who it is as Mr. Chip Kelly. Oh well, I did. There's a lot of bad coaches. Well, yeah, he's he, he was one that was historically bad, epically bad yes. in the NFL for sure. Yeah, he's now at UCLA. He has been for the past couple of years. They were eight and four. They did make the Holiday Bowl last year. So props to them. There was a interesting tweet that went up by the UCLA Bruins uh, media. They they did it social media went out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So they had the trifecta, and it says, "Welcome to transfer you." No one has successfully utilized more transfers than 2020. That is their metric, and that was their metric for uh, successful utilization. Uh, and then Chip Kelly <laughs> oh, no. reportedly stormed into somebody's office, uh, and it was taken down. And uh, <laughs> it was an interesting flex. No, I'm, trying to, I'm selling you. Uh, and then a quote that shouldn't have gone up, Kelly said. This was the L.A. Times. That was a mistake the head coach saw. And when I saw it, I said, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Deep insights with Jack Handy. Um, it's a Saturday Night Live skit, by the way. So, so find some Jack Handy. So uh, Jack Handy. He, says, he says it was a, uh, a mistake. That can't be real. That's not real, is it? And I, uh, reportedly, it's still up. Is it still up? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, so well, uh, that's, not, that's not real, though, is it? Nah, it's not real. Can it be? It's, they didn't really make. You see, no, there's no way, that, they, way they made that. That's not that they didn't do that, did they? <laughs> that's not the real thing, is it? That that's uh that's not what they posted. Okay, no, I was about to say. No, that's no, not I was like, that's man, that's 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 what they that's just, that was just a graphic made by the website. Okay, I was about to say. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. I, yeah. I was like, yeah, somebody needs to be fired for that if they made that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so Ben Bloch, who is the LA Times reporter, this was in his tweet. He said, "Chip Kelly said the transfer you post from the official UCLA football Twitter account was a mistake and did not represent what the school was all about as far as blending high school prospects and transfers in its recruiting." Chip Kelly said, when I saw it, I said it was a mistake. Would he have the post deleted? He said, it's already out there, so I don't know what deleting does. Oh, my God. Chip Kelly, he can recognize a problem but will not solve it off the field and on. I just think that – I don't know. That's so weird. Maybe maybe it was, like, drunk frat frat guy. (laughs) Who did it from the wrong phone? By Jack Handy. Here we go. Deep thoughts. (laughs) By Chip Kelly. One thing kids like is to be tricked. For instance, I was going to take my little nephew to Disneyland, but instead I drove him to an old burned-out warehouse. Oh, no, I said. Disneyland burned down. He cried and cried, but I think that deep down he thought it was a pretty good joke. I started to drive over to the real Disneyland, but it was getting pretty late. This is great. <laughs> That's it. Deep thoughts for Jack in. I can say deep thoughts with Chip Kelly. Jack yeah. Man. So uh, this this was the actual. Uh, we're showing it now to. Uh, they like, did make that. That's yeah. the Almar. They, they really made that. Yeah, that was their official one. It says uh, nobody has successfully utilized more transfers to 2020. So 20 of their transfers are now starters on their team. So now they're. They only have two other. So they have two non-transfer trans- starters. Transfer you like a, a, I agree so with Chip Kelly. Netflix. I don't know. If, 
<laughs> yeah. It's going to be a Netflix series. <laughs> look, man, look. Last transfer of you. I don't know. You, that might be like after eight transfers now with the uh, oh, NCAA. It's getting nuts. It's getting nuts. Look, I just can't. B- I feel like someone did that and like on your phone, like they were on the wrong account. Yeah. And didn't mean to send that from the official. Like they were sending a gag. It was a gag tweet. <laughs> and they messed up and said it on the, on the official account. <laughs> Welcome to transfer you, says not I mean USC, who's gonna who's gonna have a top five recruiting class for the next ten years, is just laughing at that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can use that as ammunition in, in recruiting. Yeah, he's like these guys don't care about you. Uh-uh. they're gonna bring in the next group. But yeah, that's look. It doesn't hurt my feet. Chip Kelly is not. I don't uh, like. He's, he's terrible. He's he's horrifically terrible. He keeps getting good jobs though. Yeah. I feel like I've made a decent selection this time. He'll be in a nursing home, so. <laughs> Never seen anybody cross their fingers for that, but okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> so what happens when you wear ugly hats. Put paw, just disgrace the A with the a. paw print. It's just paw print's in the A. It's awful. Anyway, we come back. We're going to get into all kind of fun things. We're going to get into baseball playoffs, some NFL talk, lots of college football talk. Hour number one in the books. Back in just a minute here on the Scramble Sports. Sit down. I've got to stop hanging out with you guys, man. 
They're terrible influences. Especially Simpson. He spent the entire break making fun of Doc Rivers. <laughs> hey, man. I haven't, sto- I haven't stopped laughing Things yet. we learn. That's that should have been there. the things we learned. <laughs> I couldn't put it in there, but Doc Rivers is uh, he's in there with Chip Kelly. Some more uh, Pearl will be Sorry. Hopefully they're in a nursing home together. That'd be cool. With Bill Cosby? No, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Doc Rivers would probably do well with it, apparently. He better they, be careful. He's coming to Charleston here pretty soon, isn't he? He didn't go camp. to Hill, man. He didn't go to <laughs> Hill, man. No. They're going to be at the Citadel, man. They are going to be at the Citadel. Man. We're going down there, man. <laughs> That's the line from the Kanye song, by the oh, way. Oh, man. I like Pearl Jam, by the way, a lot. I, I'm not doing any more. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the breaking bad. <laughs> Screaming out the window, Walter White in the back of the Suburbans. That's oh, great. Oh, man. All right. Let's take a look at baseball real quick before it gets before this gets any further off track. Let's jump into the into Major League Baseball. Let's start the American League. We'll start at the East. Yankees atop that division by six and a half games over the Blue Jays. Rays in the hunt also. At, now I'm not looking. <laughs> I looked. All right. Uh, the doc. You just gotta you gotta search Doc Rivers in t- on Twitter. <laughs> And you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Just don't actually go to Doctor. Yeah, Twitter. don't go to his Twitter. Though. Unless you're 21. Yeah. Unless you're 21. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just search his name. Just search his it. name. Don't click. Yeah. Don't click on his account. Don't Just click on his account. Parents, watch your children <laughs> when they're doing this. All right, baseball. Don't show me the Doc Rivers. Do I'm not. I'm not showing you anything more. Yankees are six and a half six and up, and a half up on, on Toronto. Them. They are, and and playing better finally. Eight and two in their last ten. And seven games up on the Rays. The Blue Jays and the Rays both fading a little bit. Both of them mediocre over the last ten. Baltimore fading as well. Yeah, they Remember looked like it, they were hot. Yeah, man. they were hot there for a while. They were in the wild card ba- battle, but four and six over the last ten. The Red Sox, the only team in the AL East under 500. They're five games under 500. Yeah, they That's crazy considering the Orioles are in that division. The Orioles... Actually, have a six and a half game advantage. And they're seven games over five hundred on the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah who would have predicted that beginning I mean. of the season? <laughs> Weird stuff. In the Central, Guardians leading that one, but that leads slim with the White Sox and the Twins just three and four games back, respectively. However, the Guardians, who lead that division, are just a game better than the Orioles. Who are eleven and a half back in their division? They've only won seventy six ball games. The Orioles won seventy five. So that that division looks like the Royals surprisingly are thirty games under five hundred. Thirty getting they're not even the worst team in that division. The Tigers are, who are thirty five games under five hundred. Tigers 500. in a rebuild mode. I don't know what they're building. It looks like old Braves. That's <laughs> what Braves lines used to look like. Three and seven in their last ten. So the top the teams at the top seem to be winning. Are all doing well. Over the last ten, the teams at the bottom not every division, four and six, three and seven. I was really looking looking more for what Minnesota was going to do. I mean, they've got a pretty good team. They've got Byron Buxton. They've got Carlos Correa, uh, and they really haven't done much. They've got pretty good pitching. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Archer is on that team. Joe Ryan, uh, and they're seventy two and seventy one. Yeah, I agree with you. They made some yeah. moves at the trade deadline as well that I thought was going to push them over the top. I thought the White Sox 
were going to get hot as well in the second half, but they've just been so up and down. Lost to Detroit last night. Oh, that's extra bad. innings. Detroit yeah. has won 54 games, man. How do you man? lose to Detroit? But they did it, and they've done that consistently all season long. I feel like they're two steps ahead, and they t- take four or five steps back. Are you a White Sox or Cubs guy? You know, I'm more White Sox. Uh, I'll be honest on that one. Little, little yeah, North side for you. A little North side, yeah. Actually, they're, they're the South Siders. No, South Siders, yeah. that's right. North yeah. side is Wrigley. North side Wrigley is Phil, the, that's right. yeah. I, I, I lived in Waukegan twice, which is up north of Chicago a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the White Sox, but I don't like what Jerry Reinsdorf has done to the White Sox. Yeah, it's been tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the Guardians did beat the Twins 4-3. And so the Guardians and Twins and White Sox were all within two games about a week and a half ago, and the and the Guardians are now 8-2 and two in their last 10 yeah. and now have a four-game lead in that division. And it looks like they might be running away with the division um, if they can keep that up, if they can win two out of three against Minnesota. You really put them in a, in, a, in a lock. And then if the Tigers keep working their magic against the White Sox, it could be over real quick. And there was already a division winner clinched. That was the Houston Astros. Yeah, they uh, clinched a playoff spot. Right? Yeah, they're in a terrible division. Uh, Seattle is 14 games back. They are 80-63. and 63. And then the Houston Astros, 95-50 and 50 to win Ooh, their division. Pretty good even without a trash can. Seattle, yeah. though, is in that wild card battle. They're a half game back in the wild card. But they're they're still in. They're actually a half game up over Tampa Bay, who's got right, the last yeah. wild card spot. Tampa Bay four and a half games up on Baltimore for those the three Dodgers, wild card spots. The Dodgers have also clinched their division. We're not into the National League yet. Did we talk about the uh, but I just, I just AL West? Yeah, it, all right, I mean, good. The, the Astros, I don't like the. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I don't like <laughs> yeah, the. That's Astros. The, that is the Astros. That is the AL West. All right, yeah. NL West, NL West. Dodgers. Uh, the Dodgers. Yeah, Golly, the, they're good. No, well, the Dodgers won last night. They are now 99. 99 and When did they clinch? Because there was some two controversy. days ago, three days ago. There was controversy <laughs> there. They clinched one night and then they said they didn't clinch. Shocker! Manfred can't do math. Okay, yeah, somebody couldn't do math though. They don't know how to count, bro. <laughs> They like like had champagne because MLB like yeah, this was right. Like, yeah. Speaking of, I mean, maybe they need Chip Kelly to go regulate that <laughs> and, and, and correct that before it got too yeah. far down the road. Yeah. Not any count. Twenty-one game lead. Oh. Man. Twenty-two, I guess now. And over we, the Padres. We thought that the Padres were gonna show some life, and they well, didn't. It's until someone got ringworms. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The Central is being manhandled by the Cardinals, eighty-four and sixty. I guess they're. Yeah. Well, that's because. Brewers mailed it yeah, in. The, yeah, the Brewers just are terrible. They're in second in that division. They're yeah, still 10 games over 500. And they they had so much talent on that roster, yeah. and then they trade away Josh Hader for yep. no apparent reason. And Kristen Yelich is nothing, a shell of him prior yeah. self. So. Yeah, they, they didn't He's address th- anything in that lineup. I thought they'd go out and get a bat or two to help out with some of that offensive power, but trading Josh Hader really is what did them in. Put in a call to Robin Yount and see if he could come back. Yeah, there was a in in the uh, universe world astrology. There was actually a star that just disappeared. The, uh, they were saying it happened, you know, a couple weeks ago, and they've named it Christian Yelich. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I was getting ready to Google the star that disappeared, <laughs> man. You had me going. So I'm like an I'm like a space nerd. Yeah, so Christian Yelich was was I'll named. So you would have seen it was Christian. I mean, Yelich. I just don't understand why they. What they did at the trade deadline, or what they're trying to do right now, I don't. I don't understand the Brewers. 
The Cubs are atrocious again. And if they it has swept the Mets, yeah, they yeah, did. Swept the Mets. <laughs> if uh, which makes that even better. If, yeah. <laughs> if the Brewers were just a competent organization, they would have the playoff spot, and the Phillies wouldn't. Because you look at this wild card race in the National League, Braves are ten and a half games from the third spot. San Diego currently has that third spot, uh, and Philadelphia is one and a half games above San Diego in the second spot. And then behind San Diego in the outside looking in is the Milwaukee Brewers, and they are one and a half games back of that third wildcard spot. So if San Diego and Milwaukee get hot, Philadelphia, if, if they get swept by the Braves and then they lose a couple more series after that, they could see themselves outside of the playoffs. They're three and a half game, or they're three games back uh, from not being in the playoffs. But they are 7-3 and three in their last 10. They took a loss to the Braves last night. Uh, so it could be interesting if Milwaukee turns it on, but I have no faith in that happening. No. And that's the only that's the only really other team to talk about is the Brewers. The, the Giants are 9.5 back, 6 it, games yeah. under 500. As it so. stands right now, it would be an Atlanta and Philadelphia series, wild card series, all three games, the third one, if necessary, would be held at Truist Park. Fair I enough. like that, but again, I couldn't imagine if we lost a wild card series to the Phillies. Oh my gosh. That would be the worst worst thing in the world. No, it's the Dodgers and the Mets would get the buys. This is the, the National League is stacked. This is crazy. You're uh you're you're much better to be on you're much you're much better to be either the third team and the that wins the team that wins the division with the third best record, or be the sixth team in the playoffs, be the third wild card team because that way you avoid the Dodgers until the NLCS. Because if the uh, Phillies and Braves, the winner of that will play the Dodgers, who will have their full rotation on rest. Yeah, that that's probably the way to go. But uh, the Braves are going to play the way through this thing. If they're gonna make a good run, they're, they're eighty nine and fifty five, man. That's pretty freaking good. I mean, they, they, you have a chance in the NL East to have two teams with a hundred wins. They're ten games back from the Dodgers. I know, man. That's what's crazy. Yeah, the Dodgers are just. You could potentially streaking. have two games in the same two teams in the same division with a hundred plus wins. Potentially, we got about fourteen games left in the season. Braves need to win eleven of those. It's ten of those, ten of those. They won last night. So it's going to come down to that head-to-head matchup against the Mets. It is. A, a, a game separates them in the division. So, yeah. literally, this is like teeter-tottering with the division. I mean, so it's, it's, it's a, we, could, we could be flipping around between the number one wild-card seed or the number two division winner seed. It seemed like both teams had an opportunity last week to get ahead of the other one, but neither of them took advantage of it. Mets get swept by the Cubs, and then the Braves – had that fiasco that happened in Seattle, yeah. um, the Jansen blown save, I think Ugh, it really yeah. changes that whole outlook of that road trip if he's able to lock down that save. Yeah, the Braves currently have 89 wins. There are 18 games remaining, mm-hmm. so they need 11 uh, of those 18, which seems seems that's not. A, I mean, 11 and 11 and seven is not. I th- I think that's uh that's the Braves could do that for sure. Yeah, they'll do that. Um, and so you're looking at a hundred win season for the defending world champs, but again... And second place in the division, probably. And again, you have to win a division. Uh, the Mets and the Braves both have 55 losses this season, um, but the Mets have played two yeah, more games, two up in the and column. they have won both of those. But Ozzy is back, as my mom chimes in. 
Uh, Ozzy is indeed back. He had a hit uh, last night. Shout out to Paula. That was a blue pit. A blue pit. A blue double. It was uh, hit them where they ain't. Hey, sometimes better be lucky than good. That's right. Uh, and so they are one game back, two in the win column. They're tied up in the loss column. It's going to be interesting. It will come down to that series. Yeah, it's going to come Between uh, who wins between the Mets and the Braves. But Phillies need to do a, uh, <laughs> some some work here. We need to sweep them because the Mets and the Pirates does not look like it will be a series. No. Even though the Pirates did take one game from the Mets just a couple weeks ago, it's not looking that way again. Yeah. Close, it's going to come close to the game three at the yesterday, end. 4-3 Mets. You guys realize we're never going to hear the end of it from Wire if the Mets win this division. I don't care. As long as they don't win the World Series, I'll be I'll be talking. <laughs> <laughs> the Mets enough. got swept by the Cubs. I mean, I mean it's bad. It what is, is that bad. even? I don't even know. How do you say. get swept by the Cubs? I don't know what that says about you, but it's not good. You know, that, that's, a, that's been a theme um, because last year the Phillies swept the Mets and were the number one team in the division we were at third at this point this was late in the season this was about what two months to go and we were about two games back of the Phillies they go to Arizona Diamondbacks last year's Diamondbacks even worse than this year's <laughs> Diamondbacks uh, who are still really bad and the Phillies got swept and we, that ended up pretty much giving us the division so we might have we might have some deja vu Cubs are 62 and 82 16 and a half games back of the wild card, 22 and a half back of the division lead. And 20 games under 500. And somehow, someway, they went into Queens and swept the Mets. Mm. If, <laughs> if the Mets lose the division, you can go bo- right back to that series, point to it. Baseball is the oddest yeah. of sports, man. If the, if the Braves lose the division by two games, I'm going to look at, I'm gonna look at the uh, Jansen meatball throw uh, to – to Julio Rodriguez and and Eugenio Suarez. I'm also going to look at the Dodgers game where he gave up that one. And then also going to look at the Cardinals game. Cardinals game game again. Walked in the run. Walked in the run, bro. And then the four out of five the Mets took in Queens. Mm -hmm. That, you know, really none of those games were close. No. But if they split that series, Braves probably going to win the division. Yeah. That certainly puts us in a better position. Yeah. It is what it is. Football talk. It's time to get into the survivor pool. It's time to get into all the NFL games. We should pick them Power all. five rankings as well. Yeah, yeah, power five for the NFL. And then college football. And college college football after that, yeah. Lots of college football. Top five fictional athletes coming up. Georgia at noon. Georgia and Willie B. I know. I, look, I got to bolt home and, like, make my special sausage cheese dip and then get it to my father-in-law's before kickoff after the show. Luckily, they've moved it to 12-12. We'll talk about that more in a couple of seconds. We get into Clemson and Carolina. Lander soccer, 1 o'clock. Lander versus Young Harris, the biggest rivalry in the Peach Belt. I have this one question before we step out. Yes. Have you practiced the names? Yes, I have. Okay, good. (laughs) Just want to make sure. Practice those names. Before you go on the air, preferably. NFL Talk coming up next. You know, Scramble Sports Sit Down.
running off at their mouth and telling me everything that's on your nasty mind. They say you're malnutritioned and need a vitamin D and then vitamin me to that tingle in your spine. I love who you are, I love who you ain't, you're so and frank. Let's hit the attic to hide out for about two weeks. With chains and no chains and whips, I do some lips to hips jerk and double time the boy next door the free. Ha ha ha. South to the left coast. These are rated E for everyone. Not not the other E, but these are E for everyone. I hope. I got startled for a minute. I got nervous. Do we want to talk about the Marlins for a second? I, I think we got to go back and, and talk about this. Let's talk because about the good before you talk about the ugly. No, let's let's just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like the Marlins anyway. No. Should we just? We no, should. I think. I think we need gangster rap playing in the back of this. I want to say it's the Mar- nine, It's nine twenty-two. That's that's eight o'clock. Eight the, Mar- the Marlins actually did something great for National uh, Heritage Month. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Better than the NFL for sure. Correct. Yeah, yeah and they put some yeah, thought the, into it. The yeah. Braves had the Los Bravos jerseys last night, but uh, can, Brian, can we describe what this was? This is their. They didn't do such a good job with nine eleven as they did for no. Hispanic Heritage. Uh, can we? In either batter's box, they have done something with the dirt that makes it look like the tower, one tower of the Twin Towers in each batter's box. I don't know who drew that, but it could have been another, like I said, kindergarten, third grader. I mean, here's but what I'm thinking is when you go dig idea. in, because you know your front foot's going to be kind of even right here. with the, <laughs> that, right, the If yeah. you draw a straight line across, into the t- that's right where the plane hit, bro. We could be digging your foot. Maybe they avoided it for that game. Maybe they didn't make sure their foot did not I, touch. Do you the know tower. baseball players? <laughs> yeah, I know Marlins baseball players. Baseball players, the most superstitious folks there are on the whole planet. I mean, the Marlins, though, you're not going to win the game anyway. Yeah, so their crew went above and beyond. They indeed went above and beyond, like far beyond. I bet you, if you went back and looked at that at the end of the game, it probably was still in perfect condition. <laughs> uh, and the Marlins said uh, they they, win the they game? had to never forget. Uh, hashtag in the comment section, and then somebody commented, "No wonder Jeter quit." <laughs> God. 
And then also on the uh, video of the of the towers on each batter's box where the foot will be dug into and destroying the dirt tower. Uh, somebody was pretty good to sum it up. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> that's that's accurate. Um, and yeah, this was boggling that it was first of all the idea even came to one's mind and that one told it to another person and that person said oh yeah let's ask this person and that person said let's do it don't forget someone looked at a chicken one day and saw something fall out of its butt and thought we should try to eat that (laughs) and i'm a big egg fan obviously we're big egg fans here on the scramble sports sit down right Right. See, say, say you can look at things that are odd and think it's a good idea. At times. That's not a good idea. That's not. And the idea. NFL. One but was eggs even, are good, bro. NFL one was even worse. That's the. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with them. Anyway, speaking of NFL, we we mentioned the new Survivor pool earlier. We're gonna do on the show here. I need a Survivor pick from Lethko though. He's gonna have to get it in before. He gave uh, it to me. He texted it to me last night. Okay, good. You'll never believe what it is. You're not gonna believe Landon's either. It's kind of odd. But so just to recap the rules the of the the deal here, we are all going to pick one game each week. That's our survivor game. You can only pick a team once, but we are not eliminated if we're wrong. We will tally up the wrong ones at the end of the year, the end of the season, and we will smash eggs on our heads, have eggs smashed for every loss. Now, I want to caution you against the team that you're going to pick today because don't forget there are playoffs. And if you burn playoff teams now, you cannot pick them. And that's going to be an egg to the head. Huh. What if you picked both playoff teams, though? Like, what if you picked all the that's playoff teams? So we get an egg to the head You're gonna, that That's too? an egg, man, because you can't wow. pick a winner. You gotta, huh. That's why you got to be very, very. You got to be very strategic with this. Right. Huh. So that'd be, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. That Landon's, might change my pick, actually. That's, that probably is a significant <laughs> change to the pick. Landon has the Jaguars today in the Survivor. I was looking at that game, too. I, I'm not sure I'm going Jags. So though. he can't pick Jags now since Landon did. Is that correct? No, he can, anyone can, Anybody, we can all pick can the all Jags. Pick the same okay. team, Landon yeah. can't pick the Jaguars again for the rest of the season. They've got the Colts at 1 o'clock tomorrow. And we're not picking against the spread. we got to go for the win. It's, yeah, it's just it's just straight up. Man, the spread, there's no way that we – Oh, man. This is tough. It is tough. So let's just, let's just talk about – we've already talked a little bit about the Panthers, unfortunately. <laughs> Excuse me. Hopefully we don't have to relive any of that. No. Jacob went Bengals over Cowboys. Oh, that's right. He did text us that last night. The game is in Big D. Um, Some dude named Rush is. Cooper Rush is going to be the starting quarterback for the Cowboys. I'm not Some sure who he's going to throw to. Yeah. I mean, who is he? Yeah. Where did he go to college? Backup. I think he went to Boise State. I think he did. Okay. He could be wrong. Nobody knows. He could be wrong. That's the, <laughs> if I ask you where, look, here's a guy who's not even in the NFL. Where did A.J. McCarron go to school? Alabama. Alabama. That's my point. Where did uh, Tyler Heineke, where did he go to school? I couldn't tell you where Heineke went. Where did Nathan Peterman go to school? I don't even know who Nathan Peterman is. Uh, he's the guy that played backup for the Bills uh, and had the Peterman game. He threw like, oh, didn't he yeah. throw seven Se- picks yeah. or seven turnovers in, in one half? Ohio? No. He went to a northern Pitt. school, didn't Pitt. he? Yeah, he went to Pitt. Oh, Kenny Pickett country. Yeah. Cooper Rush played college football at Central Michigan. You were so close, bro. Boise State, Central About Michigan. Boise State, Central Michigan. I don't watch either team. Yeah. Same uh, thing. And or care about uh, either can team. I, can I make my pick? or is uh, go, go for it. Are you going to pick already? Yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and make my pick. It's okay. going to be the Cleveland Browns. 
Oh, my God. They're going up against the New York Jets. And it's a first home game of the season for the Browns coming off a win against the Panthers. They're going to go 2-0, start the season. So I'm get the Browns out of the way because I do not believe they will be a playoff team. That's this tough. is tough, man. That makes it a whole lot tougher, doesn't it? Yeah, this is tough. I'll let you go next. All right, I'm going to go give next. Give me some time here. I'm going to give you some time because I just wrote Jay for everybody. We can't listen to this song, man. <laughs> We just can't listen to this. Do you like this song? Yeah, why not? Oh, I like this song. It's so it's been the most of my life in a gangster paradise. Yeah, <laughs> Greenwood. Yeah, this this paradise in Greenwood. Yeah, gangster paradise. How about how? Oh, they were just here. These people were just here. Oh no, this is this is. We we need this. We need this. <laughs> I've always got good tunes, but all right. This splits my eighties and my nineties. Who are we? Who are we picking here? Who are you picking? All right, I've been thinking about this a lot. Yeah, see? I'm going to take a bold shot here because i got to get rid of a team. All right? Most likely, I need to get rid of a non-playoff team. That makes it difficult. The non-playoff part is what I'm yeah, looking we're, through we're now. I'm, somebody's just going to have to call it in and say, playoffs is just not going to be my time. Yeah, and it's probably going to be me, so I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and go um, – Oh, I, I can't do that. Oh, Landon said he's picking the Chiefs. I told him he couldn't do that. <laughs> we could we could add next Thursday's game to ours, though. Can we do next Thursday's but game? But you would have two of the teams, though. You would have two teams in the pool twice. It would be Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. versus Cleveland. So we can't pick. How are we going to pick the Thursday games? We're not. You you can pick the Thursday game, for, the next Thursday's game for this week. So I can pick the Pittsburgh Cleveland game. You should. I think that's fair enough, right? Yeah, that's fair. Okay, I'm not going to pick that game. I just want to make sure I, get, I understand the rules. Yeah, I, I I've been I've been waffling on this man a lot. <sighs> I knew the game I was going to pick, but then once you mentioned the playoff part, that's what that's what threw me off. It, it's throwing me off too, and I'm down to two games, and I'm just going to go because I don't think they're going to make a deep run this year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Bucks over Saints. Ugh, this is nasty. Ugh. You know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and bite the bullet. I'm gonna go Giants over Carolina. Ooh. That's what I was thinking. Giants aren't gonna be a playoff team. Carolina. I really think they're gonna beat the Giants tomorrow, but I thought they were gonna beat Cleveland the week <laughs> before. So yeah. Anyway, let's just go Giants. How do you lose to that Cleveland team? With Everything going on. And look, credit to Jacoby Brissett and the rest of the Browns for taking care of business and focusing on a winning football game. If you're the Panthers, how do you lose to them? They came out completely unprepared. Field was unpainted. No blue on the field. They later came out for press release saying that it was due to heavy rains that were going to be coming into the area over the weekend. It was 80 degrees and sunshine outside. Yeah. And Carolina fumbled the first snap of the game. Went on to fumble four more snaps during the game. Some come in shotgun, some come in under center. And we paid 35 minutes of great football. 35 good the, minutes, man. Give or the take. 25 minutes before that is why we lost the game. Give or take. Give or take. Give or take. This is for you, Matt Rule. <laughs> <laughs> this combines my love of hip-hop and the 80s. I mean, like 88 maybe or something like that. That was tough, though. Yeah, I had to waffle back and forth. I thought I was going Denver-Houston 
before you mention the playoff thing. So. I still know if Denver's a playoff team. Next week I have my pick. Already? Yeah. I just look looked at, at it. Let me look at the schedule. Hold on. I want I want to speak on uh, the scheduling for this week. Okay, let's talk about. We it. do have um, Carolina Panthers at New York Giants. Oh, yeah, That'll be at 1 p.m. Fox game. Uh, Joe Davis will be on the call. Joe Joe Davis, the, the current best commentator in all of sports. So that's good for your Panthers fans. Falcons will be in L.A. Uh, to face off against the Los Angeles Rams. That's a 4:05 kick. Dear on Fox. goodness gracious, please throw the ball to Allen Robinson this week. Please. Oh, uh, you should see um, me Thursday night yelling at my TV, telling the Chargers to run Austin Eckler at the goal line, who had 20 touchdowns last year, and playing Sony Michelle, who averages one and a half yards <laughs> per carry, running him on the goal line. Meanwhile, so was I was getting killed by Mike Williams. <laughs> it's like the first half, that's all they threw to. He's the only person on the field for yeah. Justin Herbert. Mike Williams has never made a normal catch in his life. Ever. <laughs> uh, the Sunday night football game will be uh, Chicago at Green Bay. Um, That's always a fun one. Yep. Yeah. Great to be dancing, bro. The Packers knock our head in. Packers coming off a disappointing loss. Bears coming off a surprising win. Packers own the Bears. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. And he says it, too. Yeah. He also owns other things. That <laughs> that's right. <laughs> somehow, inexplicably, oh, that's no violation of the substance abuse policy. Oh, but if you take the wrong headache powder, you're out of here for, you know, eight games. Yeah. Uh, but Monday, there are two games. First one, second yeah. Monday Night Football. That's why there's two games. Both these games are decent. In First my one opinion. at 7:15 on ESPN, Tennessee at Buffalo, Titans and Bills, and then at 8:30 on ABC, we will see the Philadelphia Eagles take down the Minnesota Vikings on primetime TV. I think it's a good game. That's a great segue to talk about our power five, our top five power rankings. Yeah, if uh, if Jalen Rager scores a touchdown. Against the Eagles, you might want to like check on me. Like, okay. send me a mess. Like, you all right? Because I, I don't know. The Eagles. I don't know if I'll be able to show my there. face. I probably won't go to class Tuesday if Jalen Rager scores. I'm just, it'd be too distraught. Justin Jefferson went off. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Jefferson Bay. is all right. I'm used to it now. Yeah. But Jalen Rager scoring against the Eagles would, yeah. You going power five here? Power five. I want to read you Landon's real quick. Five to one for him. At five, he's got the Vikings. Chargers at four. Bucks at three. Chiefs checking in at number two. And Josh Allen and crew and the Bills checking in at number one. Interesting. All right, so my five, I've got Bucks and Brady at number five. Number four, I got the Eagles. Number three, I've got the Chargers. Number two, we got the Chiefs, and one, I have the Bills. I have a feeling this, the top three are going to look very similar I have, for everybody. I have the, I have at number five, I have the Eagles. Eagles. Yes. So number four has been kind of tricky because I don't know if like you want to do with the team that looked really good at week one or has the really good roster. I want that's, you to do that. You think that's which, the, the dilemma? The top five I'm best teams. In. Top five best teams. Yeah. Whatever you, whatever you're weighing out more. At four, I'm going to go Bucks. Very interesting. Three, I'm going to go Chargers. Two is Kansas City. One is Buffalo. Very similar. Yeah. yeah. I am Eagles a little bit higher. Yeah, I don't have the Eagles in mind, bro. That's crazy. What? <laughs> a huge they win have... against the Lions. 38-35. <laughs> How could that not be in your top five? 
thing I like about the Eagles, though, they have an identity. So that, yeah. they you know what they're going to get from every the single identity week. Identity is losers. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and they couldn't stop the run. And uh, when Jordan Davis was on the field, the uh, the Lions averaged two yards per carry. He only got twenty two snaps. And he only right? got and he only got twenty uh, twenty two snaps. Twenty two snaps. Yeah. So they so, gave up one hundred eighty one yards on the ground to the Lions. Yeah. Six and a half yards per carry. But now you you know what Jordan Davis can do. You bring him in. And that's a result. But John, Jonathan Gannon is a terrorist. And if you watch the game, I know you watched it, but yes. they left their foot off the gas a little bit once yeah. they got ahead. So I like the Eagles. That's just not my top five. I, Jalen Hurts showed out. I, I mean, like that. I and uh, he, uh, he's, he pretty much silenced any doubt he had. A.J. Brown is he's up there, top five receiver yeah. in the NFL, no question about it. Um, and Devontae Smith had four targets and no catches. It was hard for him to get the ball. Miles Sanders scored a touchdown. Didn't do that all of last season. Nope, sure didn't. So, yeah, I, I think the Eagles are heading in the right direction. It's going to be a good barometer against uh, the Vikings. But I I think uh, the Eagles, when they, when they put it together defensively, you get Jordan Davis in there a lot more. I'm telling you, uh, man. Offensively, they got an identity. They run the football. They play action off of the, the run. They finally got a big play receiver in A.J. Brown. Eagles early in the season – they're going to be able to make a little bit of noise here. And they've got everything. They still have uh, Jason Kelsey, the best center. Uh, they've got Jordan Mailata, one of the best offensive lines. Sale Manu on there on the, on, the, on the offensive line. Devontae Smith is a great receiver they have. Quez Watkins in the slot. Speedy, of course, A.J. Brown. And then they have the tandem, Kenny Gainwell, Miles Sanders in there. They've been really well uh, defensively. And then the defensive line, yeah, and Jordan Davis, to Fletcher Cox and Milton Williams, uh, and then safety, you have you got um, Kayvon Wallace who played really well, but Epps was awesome. Uh, Marcus Epps in there, and then corner Darius Slay, James Bradbury James had a Bradbury, pick former six. Panther. He had Love a pick him. six. So uh, look, yeah, I, I think the Eagles don't have many holes. BK, we have to find good football games that are on. So I, sometimes I watch the Eagles. I understand. <laughs> I can't I watch the Panthers every Sunday. It's tough to watch the Panthers every Sunday, man. It, it is it is tough sledding. I, I liked a whole lot more when Josh played for the Panthers because even in if they were bad, like I still watched. I Josh. had a reason and, to uh, watch. CJ yeah. Gardner Johnson. Yeah. That's right. Pick up from the Saints. Yeah, another yeah. safety. So they're looking they're looking pretty well. Graham just rolled through the entire Eagles defense for us. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you, they're good though. They're they they're really good. It's just the personnel was the issue, and the play calling defensively. Because they have all the star power. They should never have given up 35 to Detroit. That will be fixed. Who you got in your top five? Mine's pretty pretty well specific. So I have um the Rams in there still. I know it was disappointing. Really? I just they're better than the Eagles to me. If really? you if you put them on know. the field together, I think the Rams win. I don't think so. Don't They'll put it together. They'll put it together. I think they're good. The Bucks, I'm nervous about them though because of all the injuries, particularly to Godwin. Yeah. Another one. They'll right, win the division. You know, they'll take the NFC South. But yeah, uh, yeah, they for sure will take the NFC, but they've got the Falcons, the go. Panthers, and the Saints in that division. So, you know. Um, I am a little bit different at the top. The Chargers at number three. I think everybody had Chargers at number three. Um, I have the Bills at number two, and I have the Chiefs at number one because I think Pat Mahomes has answered all the questions. Yeah. And looks incredible through two games. I mean, absolutely incredible. Tyreek Hill, an afterthought. Right. Obviously, he's a unique talent. You miss him. But they have not missed a beat offensively. Yeah, I, I wish they would say, throw the juju a little bit more, though. Yeah, I yeah. will say Chargers did have a, a really good strategy against them on Thursday night. They're playing too high safety, keeping everything in front of them, 
not allowing them to beat them over the top. And for about three and a half quarters, that worked. It was a weird game because it was like all one team, all the other team, all the other team. All of a sudden, back. To, I mean, I really was shocked when they. What was it, what, a minute 18 well, in the last out. touchdown when the Chargers scored there? Chargers outplayed them in the first half or only up 10-7 at halftime. What happened there? So, uh, I don't know, fantasy football might have a bug because it's telling me all three of my players from Thursday night have zero points. Scrubs. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm projected now to have zero points. 76. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, Eckler had like 18. Juju didn't have nothing at all. He had about four, and then Kelsey had ten. But certainly, Kelsey certainly had more than zero. Yes. Kelsey had like, like he's at ten. He also got suplexed the one time. Yeah, my Derwin James. was minus two to whatever he had. Yeah, so. Uh, well, now you got me checking. It's not looking too good for me right now. I didn't oh, have yeah, any, Mahomes at zero, too. Yeah. I didn't have anybody go on Thursday, so. Mahomes at zero. This is L.A. coach who is at. I don't know who that is. L.A. Coach is the guy that picked Justin Tucker, I think, third. In oh, the gotcha. Okay, yeah, cool. Stephon. He's got Mahomes in. 27-24 final. Zero yards for Mahomes, it says. Zero yeah. points. He's playing Landon this week. Hmm. Justin Herbert. They'll probably get points. updated tomorrow. They'll probably realize I that. hope so, because as of right now, I have a 31% chance to win after. Have Your kicker, bro. My kicker. What happened to him? He's for the – plays for the uh, – Chargers. Really? I picked the Chargers kicker? Hopkins? <laughs> oh, your didn't even realize it. Yeah. Your worldwide big steppers? Yeah. No, no, no. That's my brother. Oh. Yeah. There we go. Your brother's kicker. Mike Williams has zero. I just wish that would have happened in the oh, Yahoo League. This is like a divorce uh, case right here. <laughs> Busolo versus Busolo. Busolo versus Busolo. Yeah, yeah the Busolos, Busolos going sorry. up against each other. <laughs> I'm like, who's Busolo? You know what I meant. That's that guy, baby guy, yeah. Oh, my brother, God. Brother-sister rivalry there. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Like, yeah. I have, I had three players play Thursday. None of them are showing points out of Because right they're now. scrubs, bro. Yeah. You got to draft better. So is it just in one league or is it all the ESPN leagues you're in? Let's see. Yep. It's all the ESPN leagues. So it must be a bug. So somebody call, call your friends at ESPN. I'll call my buddy. Yeah, I'll call. He's I'll, at eight, you know, he's call TNF Lee now. Yeah. yeah, call Lee. I'm, he doesn't I'm, remember who anybody is right now. But maybe in, he'll remember you. I'm in two leagues, zero oh and one in both. It's okay though. I'm two. I went two and one last week. One in both ESPN leagues, lost in the Yahoo League by two points. That sucks, man. Yeah, on that minus field goal, the missed field goal. Oh, that's terrible. My dynasty league, Graham Country, let's ride is uh, my, we're about to be selling here at the trade deadline. Get some draft picks. Get some young guys. Broncos country left wide. Is <laughs> what that field goal missed by? Ugh. It was left and it was wide. I'll tell you a great story about a missed field goal at the Naval Academy. When we come back because we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna talk lots of college football on the other side. I've got all the picks down. Just to recap, Landon's got the Jags. Jacob's got the Bengals. Graham's got the Browns. Graves has the Giants. I have the Bucks this week. All right, that's that's for eggs. That's for eggs. Not scrambled. Not scrambled raw. Over it's good for your hair, though. Over the, the head. head. Over the head. This will be fun. Make a big big thing out of it. Make it raise some money for something, too. I like Pay that. money to. Healthy you could be the one. Yeah, you could be the one to smash the egg on one of our heads. It works for me. Five bucks. Five bucks to any cherry you want? Yep. Smash somebody in the head with an egg. Three for ten. I don't know. 
<laughs> we make this up as we go. I have no idea, but yeah, it sounds good. We'll figure it out. We got a whole football season to work. All for charity. Back on the other side to talk about. You got the spelling bee coming up too for healthy learners. That's right. All right, cool. Next Tuesday. We have to do something for sure. I like healthy learners. Yeah, I know you like healthy learners. Bread into you. I was about to say, I love healthy learners. I'm Bread into you. Two spelling bees, the you virtual had, and in person. You literally had no choice. What does your brother do for a living, by the way? My brother is actually uh, financial management services. Ooh. He is in so he's diversity. the rich one in the family. Well, I wouldn't call it that. <laughs> diversity and inclusion. Ah. and he's a consultant right now. I got well. That is what money is. Yeah. Consulting. Yeah, I used to do it. It's good when the economy is good. It's bad when the economy tanks. Yes. <laughs> First thing that people cut out is anything with consultant next to it. Exactly. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, he's learning that lesson right now. <laughs> it's tough. It is. It's it a is. hard life. It sent me back to work for somebody else. Yeah. It was not fun. And that's what he's trying to search for right now. Yeah. Tough. Where is he? Is he still living up north? No, Rock Hill. He's in Rock Hill now. Yep. Did he move up north or something? He was. He was in Vermont probably for Vermont, four or yeah. five years. Yeah. And then weather got to him and not being able to see the sunshine for like a whole month. That'll yeah, do bro. it to you. No, man. Like, I, I didn't think that was going to go well. We're southern folks, man. Yeah. It is what it is. All right. We're going to talk college football on the other side. Scramble Sports, sit down.
still love you, Graham. I promise. By the way, the song exploder, whatever song exploder the show I was telling you guys about last week, they do this song right here, When You Were Young by The Killers. This is an epic tune. You know how I got turned on to this song? Guitar Hero. Really? Yeah. Had not heard it before Guitar Hero. I didn't realize you were a Guitar Hero guy. Oh, yeah, man. Landon and I used to rock Guitar Hero, bro. When we had the world tour where we could play together. Yep. Oh, yeah, it was great, man. I played play that the on the uh, 360. I don't remember which console we had that on. Nintendo Wii. No, we had a Nintendo Wii, but we didn't have Guitar Hero for that. I think maybe it was the PlayStation 3, which was recently, by the way. Since we're going to talk about college football, it's a great segue. We went over and got the PlayStation 3 from Gavin's mm-hmm. because of NCAA 14. Right. He still kept that in that old PlayStation 3 for that one game. One of the best games ever made. Yes. I only have a PlayStation 3, and it's for that game. That's all have, you have? I don't have a PlayStation 4 or 5. I don't. You have an just, Xbox? No. Just, Nothing? Just a PlayStation 3. That's it? For one game only. Not a gamer? I used to be. Not anymore. I kind of grew out of it. But I just don't have time. I'm doing yeah. the spotting charts and stuff. <laughs> I still get on the sticks every now and then just to relieve a little bit of stress. What you play? Madden, uh, NBA 2K. Yeah. 2K, dude. I can tell when the new 2K comes out in my house. Right, because Atlanta gets on. Everybody's he's always on, yeah, 2K. He's really good, though. He is really good, yeah. I and played him one time. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Online. He gets really mad when things don't go well. Didn't though. realize it was him until after the game. Oh, really? <laughs> 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 he's re- like He was playing games a couple of years ago and getting paid oh, wow. to play games with teams online. Like Cash App. Now, is he playing 2K? Does he play it on PlayStation or he plays it on Xbox? So he's playing it on the PlayStation 5 now. Yeah. That's where he's playing it, I okay. believe. I think we got rid of the Xbox One. Yeah, that's the one I've got. I got Xbox One. I think we got rid of that. Yeah. I can't remember. Okay, definitely got the PlayStation 5. But we recovered the PlayStation 3, uh-huh. which is always an adventure anyway to go over there because we haven't touched anything over there at all. They updated the rosters, I guess, because NILs. They the updated the rosters on 14. On 14. Really? He said, and he says, I forgot how bad the game looked. But it's cool because it's college football and it has all, it has Spencer Rattler on there and everything. So he's currently got my game You Cox. can download a roster. And yeah. It's like, yeah. He got, currently got my game Cox Is that the last one they made for college 14 football? Was the 14 last one. was the last one. The thing, and like, I remember playing, I remember when NCAA 07 came out mm-hmm. and you could, that was the first time you could play as the, the big man on campus mode. Right. And that was hot stuff, man. Like, you could be, you know, that, we, that was a big deal. I remember that. And he was talking about how bad 14 looked. And I was like, golly, that's eight years ago, man. I think it looks better than Madden. The, the stuff, the way that Madden moves. You don't like the way Madden no. moves? The way, it's the definitely way Madden, different. It's the different. Way, yeah. The way Madden players run does not look like a normal human being running. They're both created by the same people, though. Yeah, EA Sports. Yeah. They're not with the same engine, though. They're definitely not with the same engine. Yeah, That's obvious. That's a good point, though. Yeah, 14, I don't know. There's just something about that game, the way they made it. It was, it was a little lit, more realistic yeah. it than, looks than Madden. Yeah, it looks yeah. way more realistic. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a fun game, man. I mean, and now we got college football back on the on the deck. That's, that's, that's great, too. Yeah. Let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about what it. What games, I mean, let's what start, are y'all watching? I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go down the top 25 real quick, and let's just talk briefly about these. We'll save Carolina and Clemson games because they're both in the top five games. South Carolina by virtue of playing the number one team. And Clemson, of course, being number five. 
Um, we'll get to those in the, uh, in the next segment. We'll start with Pitt at Western Michigan. Eesh. This is not a great week for college football, by the way. There are a couple of good matchups, but by and large, not many great ones. They got Pitt at Western Michigan, Penn State at Auburn. That could be good. And one of the, the few remaining CBS SEC games of the week. Got a couple more years of that before it goes over to the Big Ten game of the week. Texas and UTS. I can't even talk about that. Ole Miss and Georgia Tech. Eh. Wake Forest and Liberty. Walford is going to go to Virginia Tech, and they're going to play at 11 a.m. What? Uh, I'm just reading what I'm saying. <laughs> Wait. Are they in the top 25? Not top 25. Okay. I'm just saying. It's that, an interesting game. It is at 11 a.m.? Yeah, 11 a.m. I was trying to scan through it to see it, to see put my own eyes on 11 a.m. start time because it's shocking. I mean, it would make Never sense. Seen one. It would make sense if they were playing in central time zone. If they were playing in Arkansas. Right, but yeah. Yep. Why? Am I reading that right? It'll be on the ACC Network. That's why. It's the ACC Network game, Walford at Virginia Tech. So the ACC Network, they're going to try and squeeze in like five games today. They're also going to probably try and squeeze in an hour of viewership where the, you might not be in other games, but everybody's going to be on game day. Yeah. 11 to 12. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, how are they going to pick that game if it's already? They're not going <laughs> to. It's on It's on another network anyway. Screw them. Yeah, I'm going Walford in that game as a super dog? Maybe. At least to beat the spread, right? All right. Yeah. yeah. Florida goes to South Florida. Baylor and Texas State. I could. That's not a great slate today. NC State, Texas Tech, Tennessee and Akron. Ooh, slugfest there. Utah and San Diego State. Here's finally a good. Well, I don't know how good it might be. We can talk about it. Number thirteen, Miami at number twenty-four, Texas A&M, who plummets in the poll after getting thumped. Were they looking ahead to this game? Is that what happened? <laughs> Man, you got to look ahead to this game in the next seven to get beat like they did. You can't lose that game. That's what happened to Notre Dame, in my opinion. Yeah. Prepare all year for the Ohio State game. Don't even look ahead to that Marshall game, and that's what happens to you, especially when you're overrated. I don't. I don't know that Miami wins the game, though. I think Texas A&M, since it's at Texas A&M, Redemption Saturday for Texas A&M. I think they'll win that game. They played at Texas A&M. I, I know. I'm just saying they were looking ahead to this game against Miami. Twelfth man, not a factor, obviously, in that no, game. No, not in that game. Shot, App, App shout State out to App State. A, they brought a crowd in It's just game. what they do. Yeah. Big, Bigger bigger upset. Michigan in the big house or Texas A&M? Michigan in the big house, no yeah. doubt. You think so? Yeah, no doubt. At that time, App State didn't have a national profile. No, none at all. At least now we – Michigan you know, was overrated in that year also. They, they were, were in the top yes. five. Yep. And they were not anywhere near that. No, they were they not four close. or five losses that year, didn't they? Yep. Yeah, it was not good. I think – was that Lloyd Carr? Was this last year? Uh, maybe. At Michigan, I, I believe it was. We got Graham crying again. Uh, <laughs> He's tired. Allergies, yeah, tired. Thinking about what I got to do today. Uh, no, there's four games on ACC Network, though. God, dog. So there's an 11, a 2, a 5, and an 8, which is okay. Clemson. Yeah, look. None of those games are, sta- are are going to be starting at that time because there's t- takes more than three hours to play a football game. All right, who do y'all get? So do y'all got Miami or Texas A and M in this one? Texas A and M. I like A and M in that one too. What about you? Miami A and M. A and M. Yeah. All right, number twelve BYU at number twenty five Oregon. That could be a that's a three thirty game. Good gravy. That means a twelve thirty kick. It's actually, it's actually a good game. Though. That is a good game, and I might be the the game to watch at three thirty. I like BYU, and the BYU's been pretty impressive. 
I've actually stayed up the last couple of weeks watching the BYU game. BYU's got a good team, though. They're good. Yeah. I agree. I like BYU in that game. <laughs> yeah, It's at Oregon, but I like BYU. I think I lean Ducks in that game. Uh, trying to get back on track after that big loss opening week to get Georgia. Yeah. Might Ducks are lame this it. year, bro. BYU's going to hammer them. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, uh, there's, an, there's uh, that game for Oregon – is means so much more to them than it does to BYU. That's true. Yeah, I mean you, BYU, you're not you're not afraid of anything. You know Oregon, they haven't looked good this year, but they're also still with the high ranking. BYU is always going to be inferior to Oregon. Doesn't look like BYU is in conversation for too much of college football playoff at the moment. So if you go out, is Oregon? No, <laughs> but if you go out and you have a win against Oregon, you know you send a message. They scored what seventy points almost against. Southern Florida, um, and they probably—I think they were in the 50s in that game. Uh, so they have an explosive offense. Georgia's defense doesn't look too good, um, and it's going to be a shootout for sure. I feel like I'm in menopause, man. Like hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold. It's terrible. All right, let's whip down through these last few real quick because there's none that are very compelling. There's in the rest there's of the one slate. game that I really that I really want to see today, and which one is it? It's Texas Tech at NC State. Really? Yes. It's a 7 o'clock game. It's ESPN at NC two. State. Uh, yeah. In Raleigh. What's the, uh, appeal? What's the appeal there? I think uh, Texas Tech is a pretty good team. NC State, if they play the way they did against uh, Eastern Carolina, they're going to lose. That's a fact, Jack. I thought NC State was supposed to be the gas, not the cheeks. No. Well, they're <laughs> yeah. middle of the road. Again, like I said, Anish Shroff, the voice of the Carolina Panthers, will be on the call for that on ESPN2. So he's calling two games a week. Man, that's tough. The preparation that, for a football game is all week long. Got to do it. It is. It's not easy to prepare for a football game. When I always tell people, when it comes to like baseball, baseball is way more fun to call. Football's work. Like it is a job, man. Like there's a lot of preparation. I know, and yeah, and he's a. Uh, there's a one o'clock kickoff in New York, so he's going to fly to New York as soon as that game ends. He's probably going to get to New York at like what two or three o'clock in the morning, yeah. and then at one o'clock have to call Panthers Giants game. That's, that's tough. Not, yeah. That's tough. It is. West Durham did that forever. Herb Boy, Street still does it. Herb Street does that too, though. Uh, yeah, he's gonna fly from Boone to wherever the night game is. Right. Yeah. For yeah. every week from wherever, and then to wherever the Thursday night game is. Yep. So he's really getting loaded up. He's making all kind of money. I bet though. Oh yeah. It's it. I had no idea Joe Buck made fourteen million dollars, bro. Now is he calling baseball he too for ESPN? He's no, just he's doing not. football. Just football. He's but Fox baseball, right? No, he's not doing Fox baseball. It's Joe Davis now. Who's doing? Uh, where is he doing his baseball at? Then he's not going to be he's doing, not, baseball, he's not I doing guess. baseball at yeah. all. No, nope. look at fourteen million bucks for Monday Night Football. Who needs to do baseball? That's what I'm thinking too. I'm thinking ESPN should have signed him up for Sunday Night Baseball. Yeah, but if you're him, I'm making fourteen mil. Then what I got to do baseball for? Yeah, I don't know. I, I Let like me work six months out. Of I'm year. like you though. I like him as a baseball announcer more Way than a football. Better, man. No, I think Way he's better. not great at Mitchell. Both. Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> Mitchell. Mitchell. <laughs> Phillies are world champions. <laughs> Oh, man. Wes Durham does the same thing as Anish Shroff where he's the Falcons. He also does ACC Network game. Yeah. That's when you're balling. We're down at the low level of this thing, baby. Texas. He's actually doing a lot for Virginia Tech. It's so appropriate that we're on a stage at a local bar because what I have learned about this whole sports broadcasting business, it's, it's very much like the music business. 
like we're, we're literally on a stage. We're struggling bands play. We're struggling broadcasters trying to make our way in, in this little <laughs> world of broadcasting and, and talking about the, the big leaguers, right, that we want to be like that are doing it on the big stages and critiquing them and wishing we were them and all that kind of stuff. Eh, who knows? I forgot about that Texas Tech-Houston game. That was a good game yeah. week one. Yeah. It was a double overtime game, 33-30 yeah. win by Texas Tech. All of football went just bonkers last week. Yeah. Field goals missed galore, NFL upside down. P- I mean, Denver going for the 64-yarder on purpose, <laughs> setting up for the 64-yarder. I knew the line to game was the 46, but. Did any of y'all catch the uh, Florida State-Louisville game? I watched the end of yeah, that. Yeah, I watched the fourth quarter last yeah. night. Florida uh, State beats Louisville. Yeah. White he- the white helmets, too. Yeah. They were, they oh. were now, that was gas. That is yeah. All Not white cheeks. uniforms, all white helmets. Oh, I bet that was hot. Yeah. yeah. Florida State did miss a kick, though. In the end, I thought I was going to cost him, and then Malik Cunningham for Louisville throws an interception that ices the game. Uh, yeah, that was Roy Philpot on the call for that one. How about that? Is Florida State back? No. <laughs> Not even top 25? No. no. I, you got you got to destroy Louisville. Louisville lost Syracuse. It's Louisville. I, yeah. it's Louisville. It's Louisville. 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 What did I say? Louisville? Louisville. It's yeah. Louisville. Ask anybody. I thought it's either or, so it's, it's you could say Louisville. It's for the people in Louisville. They tell you it's Louisville. I don't I care about Af- the people in Louisville. Well, they do. They care about. It. They also say Antana. Antana. Yeah. Yeah. So that Carlos yeah. Antana. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Top twenty-five rundown. Good enough. Carolina and Clemson talk next. Why That'll be fine. Why is Michigan always getting the ABC games? Like they, what, who'd they play last week? Like Toledo. It's a Big Ten deal. Toledo, man. I think. Yeah, and then yeah. now they're playing UConn. Well, wait a minute. They're At playing on ABC today. Yes. Yeah. It's a big dress with the Big Ten deal is currently, right? That's what I don't know. I mean, who else do you do? Ohio State's playing later. They had another. They, they don't have a great game either. Ohio State has Toledo. Michigan has UConn. Yeah. Oh, they just flip flop Michigan State and Ohio State. They just gave a Michigan pass Toledo on to one of the boys. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tobito. I mean, that's, look, they're going to cream them. They got cream last week by Michigan. They got cream this week by Ohio State. The big, the big Ten deal is with Fox, right? <laughs> oh, that's right. It is with Fox. It's so I think it's AB- ABC just might be a noon you know. game for the Big Ten. And then they have the they have ABC also has ES uh, or Notre Dame at three thirty usually, right? Yeah. Ohio State is playing Toledo. That's the the big game for Fox. That's the night game. So that's the Big Ten game of the week. That's tough, man. <laughs> of course, that's what Georgia fans are saying. They got to play South Carolina. Why is, college football is like this. Some weeks it's just there's it's, no games. It's on. cheeks. Yeah, it's cheeks. It's that's cheeks. Right. I think the guys like it when the old man yeah. talks the lingo. The boys cracked up when I said cheeks. Tim Brando will be. I like on Tim the Brando call for Toledo, Ohio State. I like Tim Brando. Yeah, he's good. And then for uh, the noon game at on ABC. It'll be uh, Bobby, which is Wishusen. What? Wishusen? Wishusen sauce? Yes. Roddy Jones in there who was uh, did the Clemson game yeah. last week and yeah. got major flack for talking bad about DJ. He did uh, talk uh, bad about DJ on the vowels. Yeah. Uh, but good news, Sean McDonough, Georgia, Carolina. Yes, that is good news. That's Where? only because George is there. Where's my guy Gus Johnson today? Uh, Gus Johnson will probably be doing the noon game at Fox. Is he doing the what's the noon game on Fox? 
noon game on Fox is Oklahoma Nebraska. Yeah, yeah I would I would assume he's doing that. I Nebraska Sands coach. That's right. <laughs> Scott Frost. Did you see the quote? I didn't see it. He was trying to blend the toughness of Nebraska with the speed that he from Oregon. Yeah. Yep. I'm not sure either one ever developed. Yeah, Gus Johnson will be Oklahoma, Nebraska. I figure this, yeah. He's he's a Fox number two, right? Yep. So he'll be doing that game and then doing the NFL. He usually does like a four o'clock game. Um, Usually the Cardinals is who he sticks with for the most part on the NFL side of things. That is probably wise. I would think that you'd want to stick your folks with the teams they're familiar with. I think that's why we get Matt Stinchcomb a lot. For yeah. Carolina, which I, I cannot stand him. I really cannot stand but him. But shout-out to my guy, Drew Carter, who will be on the call for Akron and Tennessee on SEC Network Plus. How about that? At 7 o'clock. Yeah, you got all the connections, man. Nice. You got the connections like I got there, bro. <laughs> That's true. Can't make that call. I was about to say, yeah, you got a, a serious connection over there. I ain't got the starting lineup connection. That's right, yeah. The Google starting lineup connection is is hot. No, that's all. Uh, that's gas. He's, he's there. That's okay. all you need to know. That's it. it is, you got him on his speed. Voice. Yeah, you got him on speed dial. That's that's all you need. Just call him up, man. I yeah. just literally type it in right here. <laughs> there it is. Is he awake at this hour? I don't know, man. Probably not. We could probably wake him up though. He's <laughs> an old man. He's he is sleeping. an old man. He needs he to, yeah. He's getting serious bags under the eyes. But yeah. Al Michaels, one of the goats. Yeah. I'm not supposed to say his name. Oh, you're right. <laughs> He's one of the goats anyway. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, no doubt. Al Michaels is, yeah. I mean, there's a certain levels to this, and, yeah, he's at the top. Frank Gifford, remember him? I remember like Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alan Frank, they were good. Yep. I like Frank Gifford. You got to mess around on Kathy Lee. Pat Summerall. Pat Summerall, yeah, yeah. My, uh, Keith Jackson, probably one of my favorites. I found out recently that Keith Jackson actually scripted his opens. Really? I'm not an open. You know, I don't script anything. You guys know that. I did. I did the last two years. I scripted my open for football, and I hated every second of it. Hated it. Keith hated Jackson it. doesn't strike me as the guy that would script, script. his yeah, opening me line. Yeah, me either. I, I do know, bullet points. I mean, there's, there's like, well, see, I, so I, I know you're there, right? And so I, normally I would, I write down weather uniforms and stuff that I would forget. That's the stuff that I forget, right? To describe the uniforms, describe the weather, that kind of thing. Um, I would write that down, but I see, I got Graham. He's my notes, and that's it. That's it. That's all I need. I used yeah. to have 10, 12 pages of notes that I worked from. It Why? You never talked, bro. I say it gets less and less over the years. You so, never man. said anything. Yeah. You didn't need 12 pages of notes. You didn't need 12 words. <laughs> <laughs> it was more so for me yeah. just to say that I, I did it. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like I knew that I, I had to be prepared and if kudos, I ever got that word in. And kudos to you for sticking that out, man. Yeah. A long time, bro. Long time. A long time. A lot of down years, but a couple of years that stood out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking about the team itself. I know. <laughs> I know what, you, what you're talking about. I'm talking about the same thing. <laughs> so a lot of down years. A lot of down. Da- <laughs> I was about to say a lot of down years, but there's some years that stood out. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of sledgehammer activity over that decade. I didn't know that was a thing. You didn't know sledgehammers were a thing. I knew they were a thing because I like to play. I like I like to smash tires with them a lot. It's fun. It's great core work. You didn't know it was a thing in pre games. Uh, mm. 
pregame. I'm also speeches. unaware since we've been talking about play by play guys. I'm unaware of zero. I'm aware of zero other play by play guys who address a team that they call. Like, I can't think of one right now off the top of my head. If there was one, it probably would be. Um, there is one. We know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is one. <laughs> I don't know of any others. Eugene Robinson. Did Maybe. he address the team? Did we just talk about Eugene Robinson? Yeah. He does not need to be addressing <laughs> the freaking team, man. No. No. Unless he's telling them what not to do. Oh, man. Come on, bro. He cost us a Super Bowl, man. The only – that was Atlanta's chance. I mean, I wasn't pulling for Atlanta, but yeah. My mom and dad are big Falcons fans. My first appearance on television was literally on my dad's shoulders at the age of three while he's camping out for the 79 – uh, NFC Championship tickets when the Cowboys beat the Falcons in Atlanta. And I'm on his shoulder. He did a TV interview. Back in the day, he used to camp out for tickets. Graham knows nothing about this. I mean, that's what you had to it's do. You had to go. Tickets. Yeah. You had to go to the venue where the the event was going to be held. Mm-hmm. You'd go to there, and people would line up. And if it was a big thing, people would line up and literally pitch tents on the sidewalk outside of these venues. To get tickets, because you had to actually buy them with cash at the window. Only way to do it. Concerts, same way, man. Crazy stuff, bro. There's a story during the Bulls years in their heyday with Jordan. Uh, back during the 90s, folks would start lining up for the tickets probably about a week in advance. Yeah. And that's where they would sleep. That's yeah. not what would be <laughs> would be right there for them. That'd be their bed. <laughs> Look, in Chicago, yeah. it's not that big a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Blends right in. Yeah. No biggie. All right, let's talk about let's talk some Carolina Clemson, since we labored on about play-by-play guys, which I can nerd out. Like Graham is the ultimate play-by-play guy nerd, and so I love because I don't keep up with it like he does, but I like to hear about it, and I like to keep up with the guys I like. Mm-hmm. My favorite one's Tariko probably right now of the big guys. He has the Joe Davis. Joe Davis is good too. Sean McDonough. Sean McDonough is good too. Sean McDonough is the ultimate radio guy right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Sean McDonough's guy. He, he runs ESPN Radio. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's. I feel like, and this is uh, my buddy Mike Higgins, who does Brooklyn Casey football. This is what I always love about his broadcast. I always feel like they're so prepared. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe I need to do that, like Chris. Because <laughs> I, I feel like most of them like I'm mostly unprepared. Someone asked me like what I did for preparation, and so I mean I do a lot of prep. I watch a lot of film. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally I'm scrolling through the bo- the, the the group the other day of, of all the play by play guys. And there's some big timers in there, man. There's none of the like the big big timers in the Facebook group, of course. But there are some guys who are pretty high level. D1. We got some University of Texas um, broadcasters in there and stuff. So there are some guys who are. There are also some guys who think they're a lot better than they are. <laughs> a few of those. You always have that in any industry. That's correct. So I'm scrolling through, and I see the. I see the this post where a guys asking for spotting charts for soccer, and it has. And I see. That, I said, Oh, I'm gonna. I'm going to tag Graham, right? Because he'll like this. He'll love this. As I scroll down, I look, boom, there's Graham Simpson asking for <laughs> to send in the templates. And that is what you're looking at. That's the template. That is the template that somebody made. The nice Excel spreadsheet. That's very nice. Have easy you ever, easy you, to read. Have you ever used spotting boards? No. Me either. No, the first time y'all showed me I've a spotting board not used was one. Yeah. on that Facebook group. I've never used a spotting board for anything. It just doesn't work. I didn't even me. know it existed until y'all showed it to That's me. That's what I was, someone, someone, you know, when they were asking, I was like, well, here's the thing, man. Like, I didn't go to school. I didn't want to do this. I guess stumbled into this blindly because Mac Height just said, you talk a lot. 
and I did the one, you know, I did the one season with uh, WCRS. Where right. I, I couldn't stomach it. Yeah, running I, the board. Yeah. Um, and I was, at the time, I had all, was also doing a motocross show, radio show in the mornings on Saturday mornings, okay. motocross mayhem radio show. It's pretty neat. Got a lot of good interviews out of that. So on that template, you've got the name of the player, right. and then you've got what is that stats to the right? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll take we'll take a look at Young Harris is playing in Lander today. So my board for Young Harris, I have number one. There's two boxes over here, uh, small ones. I'll check it at the top if he's a starter, and if he comes in as a reserve, I'll check the bottom one just so I can keep up with who's in the game. Number one, Henrik Timgren, junior from Sweden. Uh, this season, six ga- six six saves. Three goals allowed and three starts, two and one record. So the the meat of the stats Sound for like this season. Sound like an Ed Gein uh, stat line to start out with yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, six saves, three goals <laughs> allowed in. Uh, he was yeah. the one that was a uh, <laughs> uh, serial killer of, uh, of all the gay dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two and one record. Then I'll have like other stuff that's not it, not as important. Like I had eleven saves and six appearances last season. Two time PBC goalkeeper of the week in two thousand twenty one. That's that's his. That's what I have for. For uh, Hendrick Timken. So you had to do all the research in order to fill up all yeah. those yeah. boxes. Yeah. yeah, dude, listen, man. Like, okay, so the colleges are pretty easy because colleges have these departments who do that stuff. It makes it relatively simple to pull that information in. But he doesn't stop there. No, no. And that's actually, at least that's an Excel. Roll up to the Strom Thurmond Abbeville basketball game last season, right? <laughs> to do a little spot. Um, <laughs> oh, see, I, I think it might have still have that chart. I'll, I'll look. So you broadcasted the Strom Thurmond Abbeville. I did basketball. not. I just did a little. Graham did. Oh, okay. And so I just was on the, uh, the pregame game to talk about the Rebels because at the time I was still at Strom Thurmond. Right. And so I go over there just to kind of talk about the Rebels. He's got a Manila folder, right? Who knew? You take this Manila folder and you like glue or something these pages on there, and it's it's got these big fat blocks on there where he's got he's got one of those pens with the four color clickies. Yeah. Right. And he's got in different colors, different things, and like this tiny micro-scribble all down through here with the numbers real, just like that. It looks kind of just like that, except it's all handwritten. Same with baseball. He does his baseball book in a pen, bro. Oh, I've got a, I've got a picture of my baseball book. In a pen, bro. There's no way I could do a baseball book in a pen. I erase every yeah, other you thing have to I erase write. erase everything. Constantly, man. Yeah. Maybe I'm just not a good scorekeeper for baseball. Especially when it comes to knowing when a hit is a hit. In, in high school baseball? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's even more difficult at Lander, bro. We don't even we don't want to go there. I don't though. even know how Lander does yeah. it. But I'm just I don't either, high, to be honest with you. It's tough. Here's, yeah. I, this, I'm showing you my board for Greenwood High versus Eastside last year. And so I have like overall game notes and storylines on page one, and then you get into See? the spotting board here. This is crazy. And then Eastside's there. It's insane. So on the east side, I don't have mu- I don't have as much right. obviously because it's tailored towards Greenwood. When we did like Greenwood versus Emerald, I had everything on there. They were doing a game of the week for basketball. Yeah, so, so I did ten, I did games. ten games. And I mean, again, it's hard to find stats, especially in South Carolina on basketball. We're on Indiana. So man. game of the week was basketball. Is one y'all picked? Correct. Yes. They picked. I, I oh, y'all picked. Okay. Oh, yeah. And you're running. He and Benji. Uh, you know, WZLA. Okay, it was WZLA. Gotcha. 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 Okay. All right. That's pretty cool, though. It is. Yeah. All right, real quick here. Do we even need to talk about Clemson and Louisiana Tech? No. Yeah. Clemson, easy win. Cave Club Nick going to come in second half. So, easy four-touchdown win there? Yeah. Easy. All right, Georgia-South Carolina, we need to talk about that easy four-touchdown win for the Bulldogs there. 
How it feels. Are they going to cover the spread? I don't know. I am curious to see how DJ Aldevalos plays today for Clemson. He's, he's getting a little heat. He's got a lot of flack last week. Yeah. He's getting a little heat. Yeah. The problem is you're coming in behind Deshaun Watson, who or Trevor Lawrence, who came in behind Deshaun Watson. Like, excellence at the quarterback position is something that's entrenched at Clemson for a long time now. And, and I think that's just kind of, you know, you you hope you get that lucky. It's rare that you hit on two quarterbacks like that, like Clemson did. you got to remember, too, his one of his best games was against Notre Dame when he came up in a backup role for Trevor Lawrence. And he had a lot of talent around him during that time. He had a great offensive line and then also about three or four receivers that went to the NFL. Yeah. Um, now talent not as up to par as it was back then, so he's having to carry a little bit more of the load. And at times he struggled with that. For sure. He's not Deshaun. <laughs> no, he's be, not Deshaun. That might not be a bad thing no. either. That meant a lot more saying that <laughs> two or three years ago. But, yeah, yeah. he's definitely not Deshaun Watson yeah. now. <laughs> Again, not necessarily a bad thing you know, all the time to be different. He's not Trevor Lawrence uh-huh. either. Here's the yeah. baseball. Here's the baseball. Bumper. I'm showing. Wow. A lot it's going like a on. beautiful mind. Good. <laughs> 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 How can you do a baseball book in pen? This, this I don't, don't make mistakes. And look, he's even got like this. Like this. When you make a mistake, what happens? You don't make a mistake. That's what happens. The problem is. I am prone I, to mistakes. I would always make a mistake yeah, on I'm a baseball book. Can't make a mistake in a baseball book. Make a I'm mistake in a basketball right book. Right there in front of you. Can't make a mistake. Game slow enough where it's like you can't get behind. Try to pin. Color code each no. team. One blue, one what red. A, what? what? No. <laughs> Look, man, here's what literally I don't even print this stuff anymore, man. I sit down, I pull up Game Changer for us, because I have an account for baseball. And I have all of our guys' stats for the season. I have all of our guys' stats by game. I don't know how you do it. I don't either. Just I mean, yeah, you put the, you put, uh, you know, the name, their position, and then you'll put, like, their series stats next to them, and then they'll, you put their averages for the season, their slugging percentages, RBIs. The thing is you have all this in the yeah. media packet already. Yeah. But you don't have that for Emerald, obviously. But no. You but, I mean, for you, for Lander. Because yeah. you got the, I mean. And I do have a pretty good stat set up, man, because they, they use Game Changer, um, which is pretty thorough. Yeah. I, I like the I score better, personally. Somebody was telling me about Game Changer. I think Greenwood High is going to try it this year in softball. Um, Greenwood High used it for baseball last year. Yeah. yeah, but they seem to like it. I like I score better. I like the stats better that you get out of I score. Now, I score, is that a paid subscription to I score? Yes. No, I think you just buy it one time, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. I tried to use it one time to do my book. But it's the same thing. You're just doing it electronically. Right. But you can't get behind electronically. Because when you have these weird things, like I can always just like put a slap, you know, put put a star right there in that box or know that, uh, you know, it was this guy when that pickle, that weird pickle happened, right? Where it's like a, you know, like a, a four, five, six, two, three, four, six put out, you know, yeah. in a pickle. And I can just go, ah. Right? Or something weird happens, like a catcher's interference. Right? It doesn't take much. I can just write CI in my book and move on. you got to know exactly how to do it in these programs. And if you yeah. don't get that one right, you can't keep going and come back. You can't. I'm just not good at it. If I had Graham with me at the game, I would let him keep the book. on the, on like Your book has Obviously. a pitch count on it. I, I like to have yeah. the pitch count. I don't. I have to have a pitch count. Because I like to talk about that throughout the game. Yeah. Especially well, I mean, because I have a pitch count like right next to me. 
yeah, on yeah. the stat, so yeah. it doesn't really pertain to me. No. No, because I, you have a pitch at, count on Game Changer, though. Is there? I, sure. I don't look at the live on Game because we don't put ours out live. Okay. No Greenwood High, uh, they they have a pitch count there on their Game Changer. I just keep it in the book. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I have to have those. I finally found the, a good book that I like. I wish they – I want to make money because there's still sections of it I don't use that I could use for other stuff. Bob Carpenter. I don't like the Bob Carpenter book, bro. It's the best one. No, it's not. It's not even close. <laughs> it's not even close, bro. Yeah. It doesn't have anything in the boxes. And I don't but like shout that. out to uh, Dan Scott. He's the one that uh, got me the book. Well, he told me to order it. Yeah. He told me precisely which one to get. So you use the Bob Carpenter? Yeah. Yes. Have you seen the Bob Carpenter book? Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no, li- there's just squares. There's no lines. There's no, di- there's no diamond. There's no boxes for the ball strike. I mean, if you're expert like Graham, you could probably yeah, use yeah. the Bob Carpenter yeah. book. Yeah. I mean, you just write a line. If he goes a single, you just do do. Yeah. If he gets, a, if he steals, you do another line to second base, and you put SB like where the line is. Yeah, I do that. Anybody? Say, I don't draw. Yeah, that's right. Like I don't draw, man. There's a are reason. You, are you gonna like, be able to read your own drawing? I don't even trace <laughs> the lines very well in my book, right, man? So like that's out of the question for me. It is. What this like, that was a great little segment on broadcasting that came that was from not in our notes that no. we were gonna do that segment. No, there just wasn't much to say about either one of these games. I do want to see the evolution of Rattler too. Yeah, so oh, let's talk about let's talk about yeah. uh, South Carolina just for a second. For a quick second, because we got to get into um, top five fictional athletes. And we don't want to. Let's do a little. We don't want to short that segment. How about how about we do this? Let's do a little bit of over under with Spencer Rattler. Oh, okay. This isn't good. Thumbs are working on the phone <laughs> over there. Can't be so. Good. Fantasy score of ten. Over or under for Spencer Rattler. You had sixteen against Arkansas. Eleven. Against Georgia State. Uh, there's uh, d- uh, 10? 10? 10, 10. Fantasy score of 10. Because probably going to throw one touchdown, so that's 6. He's probably going to throw for 200 yards, so that's 8. That's 14. But he's going to have two picks, so I'm going to under. I'd say over. They're going to be playing from behind all day. Yeah. And they're going to put the second teamers in. Georgia is at some point to go against South Carolina's first teamers. I don't know. Man. I'm yeah. going under. I'll go under. You're going over, yeah, I'm, I'm going, going over. over. All right. Twenty and a half completions, Spencer Rattler. Oh, under, under that. Yeah. yeah, he'll have fifteen, maybe. Yeah, all right, fifteen for forty or something like that, probably. Hundred ninety-nine point five passing yards. I think he'll be over that. He'll be over. Yeah. And this is my favorite one. Rushing yards is nine and a half. Ooh. Negative nine and a half. Oh, but it's the sacks count on the rushing yeah. yards for the quarterback, right? Yep. In the NFL, they count on the passing yards, right? Correct. The sacks counting as passing he'll yards. Be over. Not minus nine and a half? Yeah, he's over minus nine and a half. Yeah. So he's going to get a run of like 20 yards maybe. He's slow. He's impressively slow. Like he has, <laughs> he has deceptive speed. <laughs> he's impressively slow. Alshon <laughs> Jeffrey was the same way, I think. Yeah, yeah his, his speed is deceptive and the fact that it's way slower than you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be. Decept- you see him run, you know. It's going to be deceptively about. slower against Georgia deep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, let's, let, okay, let's, let's flip the it coin. It will be very conspicuous. <laughs> yeah. Stetson Bennett, 22 fantasy score, over or under? Uh, uh, under. under. He's not going to play the whole game. Uh, lots of running the football, too. Yeah. 22 and a half pass completions. Um, under. I'm going to go over on that one. I think I'll, I I think I'll go about 25. play the whole game. Is I, it, it's going to be my, more of a running game. Is yeah, my, yeah, you're right. But I think, yeah. I think this is my passes. lock under. If I were to potentially persuade somebody in making such things on the internet, uh, 272 and a half passing yards over or under. 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 Under for sure on that, man. Yeah. 
Unless they the hit ball. like two big passes real quick, like real quick in the first quarter. Unless they hit two big passes early, he'll be under. They're that. really not going to have any reason to throw the ball. I now, that's why I say opinion. if it comes, it's going to have to be two quick hits in the yeah. first quarter, so they get a fourteen yeah. to nothing on those two throws right. that yeah. are both seventy yards. He's already one hundred forty. He can probably put together the other other hundred thirty. Yeah, it's three hundred sixty-eight. But otherwise, three hundred sixty-eight against Oregon, three hundred on the dot against uh, Samford. Wow. So in the hmm. in the bowl games, maybe we'll be over. the the uh, the college football playoff. Yeah, three hundred ten against Michigan, two hundred twenty-four against Bama. Are the are these ve- actual Vegas lines? They are. Okay, so here's what I know about those. They they win. Vegas wins all the time. Those those numbers are pretty close to what they ought to be. Generally speaking, and the spread is still at twenty four, right? Oh, yeah. I don't. Or did it move? Uh, Stets a bit at seven and a half rushing yards. Positive seven and a half. Uh, I'm gonna go under on that. I'll say over. He's not gonna be flushed out of the pocket, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna be flushed out a of the boot, pocket. A bootleg pass, maybe that uh, turns into a run for him. I, maybe ten yard run. Nobody in the vicinity. Uh, Stets and Bennett. There'll be somebody open to throw to. Man, don't worry about that. <laughs> Sets and Bennett, uh, two passing touchdowns over under. Over. Uh, oh, passing touchdowns? I'll go, I'll go under. Under on I that day. I think he'll have one. The only way to have over two is if you have the two quick hits yeah. right in the first quarter. Like I, mean, I just don't think that happens, under on the touchdowns. All right, uh, this is another fun one. Brock Bowers, 14 fantasy score, tied in for the Bulldogs. Uh, that over or under, 14. Under. Under. Yeah, Nobody he's had 8.7 8. Yeah. against Sanford, 5.8 against He's going to be the blocking tight end a lot. That's the he, uh, lock of the week. He had 30. Yeah, that is the lock of the week there. <laughs> he had 30 fantasy score in the SEC Championship game last year. Yeah. Um, reception TDs is .5 over under. Um, I think under. I think he gets one. I think he get one in the flat tight end get on the three-yard line. Bennett's going to tuck it and run it in. <laughs> <laughs> but only be three yards to be under the seven point five. That's right. Yeah, I think. I think. But uh, it'll get him to the. Po- it'll get him up on the points though, because he won't right. get his four for the touchdown pass. He'll get six for the run. Fourteen right. fantasy score might be the way to go under. That's for sure the lock of the week right there for Brock yeah. Bowers. Yeah. They got anything for the running backs though? That would be pretty tough. Yeah. Let's let's see if I can do this for your. Um, only running stuff they have is for the quarterbacks as of right now. That's where the question is. Who's going to get the most touches and who's going to get the most yeah, yards? That's why. That's why Vegas hasn't put it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they well, know what doing. Okay, Kendall Milton, seventy-nine and a half rushing yards against South Carolina. He had eighty-five against Samford, fifty oh. against Oregon. Um, this is like their third string back. Yeah. I l- uh, this is like their third string back. That means I, the other two guys got hundred yards. I still probably. Yeah, I still lean over. I'm though. going over. Yeah. Uh, Georgia's just so it's good, a, man. It's going to be Swiss cheese by the time that defense is, by the time he gets in. Well, they had a lot of trouble with Arkansas running the ball last week. Yeah. Mo Caba and Strahan both out. That was before the injuries, too. All right, Caba and Strahan, two starters, both out with ACLs for the year. Yeah. Golly, it reminds me of a couple years ago when Sky Moore went down early. At least it didn't happen on the same play, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I have three locks, if you're wondering. Daquan Finn. You actually have a bunch of locks. They're yeah. flowing and yeah. beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Daquan Finn, the quarterback for Toledo, going against Ohio State over 12-and-a-half fantasy score. Is a lock to go over? Yes. I know nothing about Toledo, so I have no I idea. I can't imagine. So to get to 12-and-a-half, you got to have a touchdown, a couple hundred yards. No interceptions. And no interceptions. I don't think you get no interceptions against Ohio State. How do you State. think you have two touchdown passes for Toledo? Know, man. 
They're coming off. They played Michigan. They're, they're, they know what's coming. Uh, Hendon Hooker, Tennessee quarterback, going against Akron over 235 passing yards. It should happen, but he likes to run the ball. At the bro. same time, they're going to run the ball, and another he, he one, li- and he likes to run it. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go over on that one. Two thirty-five, two thirty-five. Yeah, okay, I'll Cavoisi go over on that Smoke, one. the Kentucky running back, against Youngstown State, over fifty-one and a half rushing yards. Yep. Yeah, that'll right. happen. Those are my three locks. Yeah, that's got. I mean, that, yeah, gotta be. Why are you betting? I'm not. Those are just my locks. <laughs> Tell Paula you're gambling, bro. No gambling. Can't gamble on that's the That's part of my uh, shaking the Southland thing we got going on. I gotcha. Yeah, I forget you have 17 jobs. Yes. Mm. So like my, my Clemson beat riding, it's part of our sponsorship that ev- every rider has to bring in three locks. So those were my three locks. I gotcha. Yeah. Hustlers any, mentality. Any advice? Yeah. You know, I had my old AU basketball coach text me. Earlier this week. See, this is why he can't play in the Greybeard League. He played AAU all man. Out, out of the None blue. None of us played AAU. No. Out of no. the blue, he, he sent me a text. He said, Graham, I know you're a, a baseball guru. What do you think DeGrom having more or less seven and a half Ks? I like that he used more or less, not over under. Kind of, you know, yeah. it's like he's, he's just doing it recreationally. Yeah. Um, I told him I would go over. Yeah. And he got 10. Yeah. And I gave good reasons why. I gave percentages. Gave if he goes seven innings. He's projected with the Cubs strikeout rate to to get seven point six strikeouts in the line seven and a half. So yeah. the numbers support it. Yeah. He's gone seven innings his last two starts. He had nine strikeouts, nine and eight in his last three. At some point I cared about this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> the percentages of DeGrom getting seven strikeouts. Hey, I know. Shaking the Southland has got me on my locks. I heard him say that DeGrom had ten Ks after that he lost me. Lost yeah. me. Completely. Yeah. You just dove way too deep. I don't still care. Yeah, about I, I, w- I would read what I said, but it, it's just too many numbers. Too many numbers. Speaking of numbers, top five. Yeah, let's get to our top five because this is going to be fun. Yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save Landon's. Save Landon's. Yeah, because mine are kind of generic. Did I can get, go. Did I can we go. Get you want to go? Did we uh, get Lefko? Did Lefko sit in his top five? I don't know. I'm asking. I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't gotta, think so. We got to gotta get going, Lefko. Yeah. I'm going to just go ahead and go number you five. Go, you go. My number five. Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Can't oh, go yeah, wrong. yeah. He's Classic. Yeah. Can't go wrong there. Classic. No. Um, number four, I'm going to go a little unconventional here for my fictional athlete. I'm going Lightning McQueen. Oh! Cars one or Cars two? I think just Lightning McQueen. Yeah. As, you know, he's versatile. Yeah. Many he's a little cocky in Cars yeah, one. Yeah, you know, many different races he can do. Fast. Lightning McQueen. It yeah, because he learned how to drive on dirt. Yep. Yeah. You know, he, he comes from humble beginnings, for sure. Um, speaking of humble beginnings, number three, I have Bo Cruz from the Hustle, Hustle movie yeah. coming out playing street ball in Spain, wherever he was. Going in. Yeah. Yeah, Wancho, I guess he's not really a fictional athlete. <laughs> uh, but Bo Cruz, who is now with the Boston Celtics uh, after getting shut in the face by the Philadelphia 76ers. Because Adam Sandler's scouting work did not work <laughs> out there. Uh, Sixers can't even get it done in a movie, nah, bro. No. God, God. Uh, the whole the whole premise of the movie was to make fun of the Sixers. If you wa- <laughs> rewatch it. I'm gonna rewatch Doc it. Rivers is in that movie. Yeah, by the way. And he is sucks he? too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. It's so bad. 
So was Seth Curry, and he's a part of the Sixers, and it was after he got traded, so I shed a tear. I miss Seth Curry. I can't figure out why Embiid wasn't in that movie. Money got to be yeah. right. I guess. I agent, agent stepped in and said, you need to pay more money. Yeah. <laughs> and was like, nah, we got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we good without you, bro. Tobias Harris was a big part of that movie. Yeah. That's a good fictional athlete. He's, a, he's, yeah, he's way better say, in that movie. I was going to say. He's way better in that movie than he is in real life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, he was the uh, Joel Embiid of that movie. They yeah. couldn't pay Joel Embiid, so, so Tobias Harris, you'd be the superstar. Yeah. Uh, so Bo Cruz at number three. If you haven't watched Hustle, it's on Netflix. Great basketball movie. Well, probably great. the best basketball movie that's came out the last five years. Yeah, it was good. Number two, I have Forrest Gump. Hard to deny that. And the guy can run for he days. He can run for, literally, Understand for, months. <laughs> for months. Yeah. yeah. I mean, probably the fastest fictional character up there besides the superhero. We think yeah. like The Flash, but he's not an athlete. Then one day I just started running, <laughs> and I didn't stop. So I got Forrest Gump here, two and number one, Rocky Balboa. I got the Philly cheesesteak last night. I was thinking. About I feel it. like if Lethko were here, Rocky, Rocky would be number one for him too. Rocky Balboa, he's a big Rocky fan. Number one, me too. All right, that okay. was my top five. Right, here goes, here goes mine. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, number five, the dude, mm-hmm. the dude. Is yep. an incredible bowler. Matter of fact, he's probably the best fictional bowler you'll ever see. I think his team could beat any bowling team out there. <laughs> it's the dude. By the way, he got rich. If you if you if you've not watched The Big Lebowski, this dude basically sits around. He likes to drink white Russians and smoke pot. Um, he's just like an overgrown kid, really, like a frat kid, really. So always in his bathroom. Joe Cunningham. <laughs> Joe Cunningham. It's Joe Cunningham. That's right. If <laughs> you've seen the McMaster yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, He's Joe Cunningham. He loves weed. Um, uh, but he's a great bowler, man. Like, the bowling league is epic, and he's one of the best. So I've got the dude as number five. I've got the Jet at number four. Check yeah. at number four because it's hard. I mean, yeah, you have to go with the that's Jet a, there. That's a classic. That's a staple of a top five. It has to be. Have. It has to be. I did not put Rocky in there, which I think should be necessarily, but I figured at least two Ooh. other people would have Rocky. Okay. okay and so that's, that's why fair, I left fair, it out. Fair, fair, fair. Um, and I actually had a slide who I wanted to put like one and two. I had to slide it down a little bit just because of the homerism here. Um, Billy Hoyle and White Man Can't Jump. Mm-hmm. I feel all of that, man. Like I, I didn't have the handles that Billy Hoyle has, but um, and I, I needed a Wesley Snipes with me. But I'm a white man why'd who can't you, jump. I'm about to say, why'd you point at me? <laughs> <laughs> that was not intentional, I promise. But you know, it worked. It worked. I need my Wesley about Snipes. That, you, need me, you don't need me. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not your Wesley Snipes. I couldn't really point at Graham to say Wesley Snipes, True. though. So yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. It is. But right on for Colin. I get another bad radio <laughs> moment. I wasn't. I was just pointing over to the side. In oh, general. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you know, you're, you're as good as Snipes, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Billy Hoyle is my number three. And look, I, I love. Um, now I just lost his name. Harrelson. I love Woody Harrelson anyway. Yeah. And Billy Hoyle is the legend on the ball court, man. Of course, off the court was an issue. With the, you know, it is what it is. Number two, y'all didn't, y'all didn't see this one coming. Maggie Fitzgerald from Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> I thought about that one. Yeah, I actually just like Hillary Swank in yeah. that movie. I mean, <laughs> she's a great guy, and, and Clint yeah. Eastwood, Clint Eastwood awesome. produced yeah. it. Yeah, 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 and that's a it's a really interesting film. It is. It yeah. will make you really think about things. Yes. After that, and then the Terry Shivo, I got I got way deep on the Terry Shivo thing when that happened. Mm. I decided, I, like, I respect the Maggie Fitzgerald decision in Million Dollar Baby. I will always, always choose life over no life. I don't care what kind of life it is. Yeah, I want to live. 
There's no scenario. And I, I will be disappointed, obviously, right, that I can't continue doing it. I'm sure it would be shocking and difficult, but I just think life is better than no life. Number one, I bet y'all didn't see this coming. Jesus Shuttlesworth. He got game. He's in my top five. He's got to be, right? Yeah. Everybody's. All right, what you got, Graves? All right, I, got I told you it was a generic one. Not very good. Number five, Air Bud. Oh, I, I almost had Air Bud. I had a golden Man. retriever back in the day, so that one yeah, holds a special place in my heart. I get it. Yeah, Number four. I've got none other than Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah, man. Like I said, gotta have, he He's got to have. He got game in there. The Air Fro used to have one back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Rock it a little bit like Denzel back yeah, yeah. in 1998. Number three. You had one of those? I had an Air Fro. I yeah, hard it. to believe. It is. Yeah. Especially <laughs> the hairline jogging back like it is now. Oh, man. Don't, don't remind me. Trust <laughs> me. Yeah. Number three, Steeman Willie Beeman. I figured. Any I, given Sunday. I saw Willie Beeman in yours for sure. The black quarterback. Yeah. The first black quarterback really – for me, yeah, in that movie, that's the first time I saw a black quarterback. Honestly, I know that it makes no sense, but to me, it's just no. Cool it does make it makes little sense to me because I'm a white dude. But the cool, like, black, I get it. The yeah, cool get black it. quarterback. You know what I mean? I understand. So, I get it though. You're yeah. saying Russell Wilson does not fit that criteria of a cool I, black I saw Steeman Willie Beeman before Willie Beeman, I saw yeah, Russell. Yeah, a good win before Russ. Yeah, before I saw yeah. Russell Wilson. So just saying. By nope. the way, I want I want to touch on that because that is a, that is a thing. What's that? And I've run up against that more than I like to admit, or like to I think about now. First black quarterback thing. Yeah. Right? Like, what, that's what's the first – okay, so who's the first black quarterback you remember? See, I was, that's what I was going to go. I'm going to yeah. tell you who it was. Warren Moon. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Well, I was going to say, most people say Doug Williams. Doug Williams. I remember yeah. Doug Williams, but – What about Randall Cunningham? Now, Randall Cunningham for sure, too. I remember Randall – but the first one I remember really enjoying his game was Warren Moon. Yeah. And well, it was different. For you, what was it? Who was Michael it? Vick? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the first one for me. <laughs> I mean, like, what other choice did I have? Like, yeah. four years old, Eagles player, yeah. quarterback. And he, that was after his prime. Yeah, yeah, you didn't see Michael Vick in the Falcons years. Uh-uh. You, don't even know, you don't even know I good a, Michael Vick. I did an, on Madden, Jeez. I played with him. Virginia Tech Michael Vick. Virginia, yeah. An early Falcons Michael Vick, bro. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. Man. Yeah, killing the Panthers. Yeah. Just crushed yeah, He was so year. good, man. <laughs> and then so after good. that, it was Sam Bradford. Hey, yeah. That's not good at That's all. Not Sam good Bradford's all. not good at all. Yeah. <laughs> Number two for me, I'm surprised nobody had this one, Dottie Henson, League of Their mm. Own. I, I, yeah. I figured that was a Lethko one. Yeah. Dottie. That's spelled with the uh, I-E, I-E, right? I-E, yeah. I-E, yeah. And then number one, same as Graham, Rocky, Rocky Balboa. It's hard not to put Rocky yeah. number How one. can you not put Rocky number I one? I didn't just because I knew that everybody yeah. else would. I, I have like a, a a technicality in one of mine because I want to know how Vontae Mack ended up panning out in the draft day movie. Yeah. He was drafted. That's the one with Kevin Costner, right? Yeah. yeah. He was drafted uh, by the Browns. We didn't get anybody from the program either. They had – yeah, they they had two two first round draft picks ended up happening. Traded one back to Seattle. They fleeced them. It was the biggest fleece of all time. Uh, but yeah, I want to know how Vontae Mack ended up panning out as a player. I do know that Tim Riggins was in Lefkoe's. That was going to be one yeah. of his. It has to be right. Yeah, it I has mean, to be. No doubt. That's all he talks about is Friday Night Lights. Yeah, You've Friday seen Friday Night Lights, haven't you? And like, no, no. I didn't see it the first 37 times you asked me. I named his now. child after Tim yeah, Regan, yeah. so I think he's in there. You know the there. Friday Night Lights episode? Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I've remember never that watched episode. not a single minute of the movie. or And it's not because I, I know I, everything anti. about it. I don't. I just don't. I just haven't. I don't need to now. I don't I don't need to at all. It's like CrossFit. <laughs> I have Levco. Yeah, you have Levco. It's like CrossFit. How do you know How do you know if someone does CrossFit? Give them 30 seconds. They'll That's tell right. You. They'll tell you about it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Here's Landon's top five. Uh-oh. This is pretty good, man. Uh-oh. 
Number five, Calvin Cambridge, like Mike. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. I'm surprised we didn't get this one more often. Bobby Boucher from The Waterboy. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's pretty good. It, no, I'm not saying the movie's not good. I mean, Bobby Boucher saying, was pretty good. He was pretty good, yeah. That's, that's high quality H2O. It's <laughs> <laughs> Talladega Nights, nobody said yeah. Ricky Bobby. No, no, I know. thought about some, I thought about the Ricky Bobby's rival in that. but I yeah. did, and then Lightning McQueen was like, popped into my brain. <laughs> All right, Jesus Shuttlesworth at number three. Everybody's got that I one. mean, it's Ray Allen, Except bro. Me. Except me. Ray Allen's a legend, man. Yeah. Wancho Hernan Gomez is probably better. No, 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 not even, not even close. <laughs> Don't take that you, serious. I'm not even responding that to that. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. Graham's had a long night. Okay, it's no, not. It's not. That wasn't meant to be taken serious. Right, thank goodness. Okay. All right, Jackie Moon from Semi Pro checking in at number two. I, mean, I don't know that I've seen all of Semi Pro. Have you seen I, all of Semi Pro? I haven't. Jackie Moon number two checking in at number one. The number one fictional athlete for Landon is. Him in the backyard. <laughs> Which I thought was great. Him in the backyard. Okay. Did he put a year on that when he was in the backyard? Is when, it more when did that movie come out? That's what I'm about to say. Yeah. What year did that happen? He just, it just, we didn't say top fictional athletes in a movie. We said top fictional athletes. So yeah. apparently, he's, he's got a good jet. He's not a fictional athlete. Yeah. But that's funny. He's got a good shot, right? <laughs> yeah, he's got a good jumper, man. Me in my driveway. He's <laughs> a great shot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's Me perfect. in the Greybeard League. You know. <laughs> there, are, there were some legit ballers in the Greybeard League, though. There were. Jaquan Moses. was one of them. Yeah, 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 Quan. Yeah. We get him out there again, I'm sure. No. I need the, the level of play to come down come a little bit. Yeah. No Moses. I about to say, that was, what, three or four years ago? Yeah, no Moses either, man. Moses would just – he can hang in the air forever, man. Moses has put on a little bit of weight, though. Has he? Yeah. It happens. He's still laying block? I think so, yeah. Good for him, man. He's a good dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. That whole family's good. Yeah. Corey Wilson used to play. That's right, he, yeah. And there's no one who makes me more aggravated playing. With he has Corey. this weird shot. It is, but yeah. it is cash. Yeah, all the and time. If he, if you let him catch and curl to his right, it's, he's going to nail it every time. It's flat. It spins <laughs> sideways. It's <laughs> off his shoulder. And, you know, I mean, like, You've seen my jacket don't go in as much as it used to. Right. But I spent hours working on my jump shot because I wanted the ball to go in more often than it didn't. And you had developed something on that that right baseline. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it was, yeah. but I guess that's where all your practice went in. Yeah, I can. I can. So my move, my best move when I was in high school was always the right to left cross off the. Um, are you familiar with attack and counter methodology? Yeah. Right. So attack and counter was what I was taught. So um, because early on in a game, people tend to let you shoot a jumper more because you're more likely to miss the jump shot than the layup. Right. Um, but I tend to make jump shots. So I could make two or three jump shots, and then I could get them to step into me on that cross. So I could cross and go by instead of cross and shoot. And there's always a big man waiting. But in high school ball, you're not as savvy and smart. So you can just kind of throw your head on the, on the, on the left side yeah. Yeah. As, you're, as you're dribbling still by. It doesn't have to be a great fake. You just got to th- act like you might jump. I also le- like to jump off the wrong foot. Which I think helps me because that you, if you're, you feel the way that that you play, you you feel that in someone else, and so you feel when you see them going to the right side of the basket, they're going to jump off the left foot, and so I like to if I'm going to shoot with my right hand, I like to pop off my right foot after one step instead of two. Right. Sometimes it's not that, but but Corey is the one who caught on to that pretty good, and he would shut that he would shut that move down. And that was pretty much at my age the only one I've got left, unfortunately. My go-to move when going into the basket after I got past my man, see a big man. 
cross between the legs from right to left and then go behind the back for a layup. It worked every time. Every time. I don't know if it never not sure. not worked. Is that right before your mom shook you awake for school? <laughs> no. Well, you go in. Fictional play. Yeah, the best fictional plays of all time. I understand what you're saying. So you do it off glass. That's like it's a Kyrie easy. move. Yeah, that that's exactly good. who I learned from. It's so easy, right? It's so easy. It, it's, very, it's very easy. The Kyrie is Irving that off is like the, the wrong guy foot, though? Or are you going off the wrong foot? No. Well, you. Now, Kyrie Irving is the one who I got off it's the like right a, Duke. Off it's the like a foot. jump stop. You hear, and then you like jump. And you go behind your back and you land on two feet and then you just lay it up because the guy's all the way over there thinking you're about to cross over to the middle and then you just easy lay up. My best the move was the dream shake until yeah. I got into some <laughs> situations where guys were bigger than me I and faster graves, than me. I yeah. euro stepped yeah. you for a layup. When? Uh, in the uh, teacher student brewer. Oh, man. I don't even remember in that. My, my eighth grade year. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> he remembers. Yep. He Are you sure that wasn't a fictional play? That was a fictional play. No, right? no I definitely Euro stepped because <laughs> I had I, those are the only two points I had. <laughs> That's great. What did I do in that game? Can't remember, but I know Mims had like thirty. Oh, yeah, well, look, that's yeah. Yeah, that's Sean Mims could have beat so. your entire yeah. eighth grade class all at once. Yeah, he was our coach too. We were good. He. Mims can play. That was the man. undefeated team, right? Yeah. You Our know. football team was good, too. You know who else was on that vo- football team that barely even played? LaBoris Warren. Really? Really. Barely v- even v played. Morton. V. Morton was on that team. Wow. Wow. That was a good team. Yeah. Caleb Burton. All of Greenwood High's current team. They were, I about to say, they were definitely undefeated that year. Yeah. Casey Chase. The mystery of Casey Chase. My buddy Scott Abrams used to be the coach yep. over there. Was he your coach? Yeah, Dalen Rapley was our quarterback who ended up being the quarterback at Greenwood High. Yeah, now yeah. safety at now Lenore safety. Ryan. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Quarterback last year for Greenwood High. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Carmelo Motes. Uh, Chris Simmons is at Erskine. Darrell Watson is at Erskine. Erskine picking up a lot of local talent. Is it going to translate to the field, though? I don't know. Speaking of local talent, we've had Hootie for a little while. I noticed that, yeah. yeah. You went my, hoot- mom loves, my mom loves Hootie. I just let her play. Yeah, I thought it sounded cool with the music in the background. Our kicker was Thomas Hazel, who now is a college soccer player at North Greenville. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of athletes, yeah. yeah. What happened to you, man? <laughs> You're a scrub D2 Ten- tennis player? Scrub <laughs> D2 tennis player, yeah. I'm trying to think of everything of where everybody is now. Jaden Jameson, who's now uh, in Georgia playing. Why did you quit playing football? I just didn't play a ninth grade year. Why? Didn't. Now, did you play b- basketball in high school? No, I, I never did. I was going to, and then I, uh, my patella tendon went out on me. Uh, I really haven't played basketball since my 10th grade year. So that didn't affect you at all playing I tennis when your patella tendon went out? It did. That's why I had to stop because it was a basketball injury. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. That wasn't going to fly. Yeah. 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 Can't be getting injured in basketball. I got a tennis career to think That's about. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Um. Yeah, that Brewer. But you never went back to playing. Brewer team was ball? nasty. Basketball at all? Just because no. of that? I played church league. I, had th- I dropped thirty-eight points in a championship game once. Come behind victory. Gavin went off in a church league. He um he had crushed his ankle right before basketball season in a golf cart wreck, where the golf cart rolled over on him. And then the girl was trying to help him get it. It was pinned underneath, and she thought it'd be a great idea to rock it to try and get it to off. Uh, and he yeah, it just absolutely ground the bone, and bone got infected and all kind of stuff. So he ended up not being able to play um, high school ball that year. Ended up play, being able to play the church league, though, and absolutely ran through it. Yeah, church league was He was easy. good. Man. Actually, he was good. You remember, he was good. Yeah, quick. he is, yeah. He was quick. Oh, yeah. His jumper was flat as crap. My one, yeah, my, my one moment, anything I wish I had back, if I could redo one moment, it would be a church league basketball game. 
tie ball game, <laughs> three seconds left. They go for a half-court shot, and I foul the shooter. <laughs> and they, they win the game. Huh. All right, I got a better one for you. I got a better one. For you. <laughs> this is everybody's this, got a church league story. This isn't church league, man. This is this is high school ball. I was crying after that game. Like it was all on me. This is JV. No, this is JV ball. My I played JV my ninth grade year. Oh, I got a great story. So I'm not a big rebounder, obviously. <laughs> right. This guy's been wearing me out on the boards for the entire first half of this game. And I am fed up. I mean, the, even my own teammates are, like, ribbing me. We're, we're winning fairly comfortably. But they're giving me a hard time about this guy. And he, look, I'm not a rebounder, man. Like, I'm a shooter. I, back then, I, like, I was all shooter. I'm all shooter now. Like, I'm John Paxson. I could do one thing. <laughs> Sit outside the three-point line and wait. And wait for Jordan to pass you the ball. Wait for you to take three defenders with you, give me an open jumper, and I make it and look like a god, and I've done nothing. So I'm fed up with this guy killing me on the boards. Like, I am super fed up getting killed on the boards. And I just said in my mind, we could get to a free throw, right? And I said in my mind that I am going to get this guy. I'm going to get the rebound on this dude. I'm going to show him what's up. His team's shooting a free throw, okay? And so, shot goes up, makes the first one. Shot number two goes up. I see. It's coming off the left side, right? As he shoots it, oh, that's coming off my side because I'm on the left side, right? And I get on, I box the dude out, man. I get up and I snatch it. I do the whole slap of the ball with the one hand. Pow, right? I go straight back up with it. Put it in the basket and pump my fist. Ooh! As I start to jog backwards down the court. I notice nobody else is moving. And finally the ref goes, it's two points for them. It was the wrong basket. <laughs> it was the wrong basket, man. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, like... <laughs> They were shooting that free throw. He <laughs> just put it right back. <laughs> put it right back in. I was so determined to get the rebound and so happy that I got it on that dude that I just put it back in the basket. It was two of my seventeen in that game. Did he? Did he make two of your seventeen? Did he make the first free throw? He made the first. So one. it was a three points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we ended up winning the game. We ended up winning the game. We were pretty good. Okay. That I had a big, I had a big three point shot. But you ended whatever run y'all were on. I did in whatever run we were on. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, it was bad. Yeah. Uh, I was playing middle school basketball at Sanders <laughs> Middle School in Lawrence. Oh, yeah. They've got a kid over there that had a full beard when Landon played yeah. over there. Man, that was crazy. <laughs> my, middle my, school. My That's how they roll. I got yeah. my ankles broke. Like, it was bad. I fell to the ground. I was, like, doing the twister. It was bad. But the floor quality was not great. Yeah, you bad. always got to blame it on the floor. Yeah, it was really bad floor quality. But yeah. I still even put a move on me, and I got broke. And uh, that was before halftime. And nobody said anything, but we went to the halftime locker room, and the entire ten minutes is talking about me getting my ankles <laughs> Not about the game or the Not strategy. Either. We had like a ten point lead at halftime. Nothing about how we're gonna win this game. Even Mims was in on it. How <laughs> 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 I got my ankles broke. Uh, that was a great story. Another <laughs> another story um, involves Lawrence. This was we were down by one with about 10 seconds left to go, and they got to inbound the ball, no timeouts left to advance it. And uh, they try it. We're in a zone press. They do, like, a zone break. And one of their guys is, like, gets caught up with me, so I'm guarding two players. And then Kentorius Wilson, Munchie, uh, misses okay. his assignment and then comes out of nowhere for to a guy wide open. Uh, 
to intercept the pass where he was supposed to be at. So <laughs> him him messing up actually helped him uh, intercepts the pass <laughs> and then makes the layup as time expires to win the game. That was the that? craziest basketball game because that wow. Lawrence Middle School gym is so so small. Oh, it is, and it man. was deafening loud yeah. in there. Everybody on their feet screaming. That was the craziest basketball game. Yeah, that is. Yeah, but Munchie's game winner in that was. Top tier basketball. That was a, Lawrence had a really good team that year, basketball wise. Mm-hmm. They still do. Their basketball team beat Greenwood High last year. They're they're pretty good at basketball. Yeah, Lawrence always has good basketball who did, teams. Who, who's the new basketball coach at Greenwood now? Uh, oh, Russ Grant. Russ Grant. Russ Grant. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Former Lander coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. My buddy Kelsey Stevens got a promotion over there. Assistant him. principal yeah. now. Yeah, that's one of my favorite people, man. Kelsey yeah, is a great guy. basketball coach too, though. Yeah, yeah he's my a mom, fantastic my mom, coach. Yeah, my mom had a great uh, point about that Lawrence game. We had to be escorted out by the police, <laughs> so, we, <laughs> so nothing, Lawrence. nothing yeah. would happen to us. Yeah, that was one of the craziest games. But yeah, there was. <laughs> it looked like they were just gonna get the ball. We were at the foul. <laughs> we were end up gonna lose. Like, the guy was wide open. Then Munchie comes out of nowhere and then gets the ball and then makes the layup. Wow. It was a brawl, I think. Lawrence Greenwood High. It was in Lawrence. It was a basketball game. This happened several years ago. Malice at the Lawrence. Yeah. That's <laughs> Mal- it's not the same ring. <laughs> Malice at the Lawrence. I don't know what the name of the arena is, but that happened. I mean, it was pretty ugly from what I heard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Greenwood High lost to Lawrence in overtime two years ago. Maine Coates um, had – we missed a free throw on purpose. This was to send it to overtime. You you miss a free throw on purpose. You get the rebound and put it back up to beat the buzzer. That yeah. actually happened. It actually worked. It gets really? overtime, and then they end up losing. Oh, wow. Greenwood High lost to Lawrence this past year because we had six players on the court with, on the final possession. Wow. So I remember reading about Greenwood that. Greenwood High has had uh, – I was actually on the call on that game with Benji. Oh, Wow. Because yeah, I remember Kelsey Stevens' quote was saying he apologized to pretty much the entire Greenwood community for that mistake. That was that was big. So Greenwood High has always found ways to lose to Lawrence in basketball. Yeah. But not Brewer Middle School. Not Brewer. We found a way to win. They found a way to win. Yeah. That's great. But That's Lawrence, Lawrence and Brewer are notorious for fights. There was a fight in the stands when we played at Brewer. There was a fight on the football uh, field when we played them in football. It was bad. That year. This is how 96 and Crescent goes. Yep. It was awful, man. Uh, in basketball season, they won on this buzzer beater. And, like, their principal is the rudest man I think I've ever seen. Just, <laughs> just screaming at people and calling them names and stuff. Just awful, man. Um, they w- It was, like, yeah, it was terrible. Because, like, the guy, the kid's, like, shoving 96 guys out. <laughs> literally puts his hand in two players' chests and shoves them to get to the ball. Turn around, throw it up at the buzzer, and it goes in. They call no fouls. Right, and then they win. They up, that was to go to the playoffs. Whoever won that game was last team in, man. And yeah, I remember Lawrence uh, football. <laughs> there were, we had when there was. I a, thought there was going to be a brawl that night. When there was a big fight between Lawrence and Brewer in football, it started off the week before, and so we were at we were all at practice, and then like me, Contorius, uh, Casey, DT, uh, Dalen Rapley, pretty much you know the core group of our offense was there, we check our phones, and these Lawrence players, about 20 of them, we were added to a group chat. I have no clue how they got our numbers, but we were added to a Lawrence football group chat. They were talking smack about us. Uh, that was that was some of the most insane stuff. And then we ended up beating them by, like, 40. But yeah. they grew, they were pretty good that, that year. Um, we, we were just another level. But I remember the first play is they ran, like, this bubble screen, and they got it. And instead of going for the tackle, I got Jay and Jameson. Uh, just snatches the ball out of his hands and, and just 
snatches it and runs for a touchdown. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> <laughs> That's demoralizing. <laughs> that, that was a little bit. Yeah. I remember. Oh. I remember they were like trying to be all conservative, run a bubble screen, stretches out, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't even think about the tackle. He just like strips the ball out and just runs for a touchdown. Give me that. Yeah. Those are, those those uh, middle school football memories are forever. Okay. They must be. They're hilarious though. That is getting, good stuff. Getting man. added to a group chat of like twenty five Lawrence players on on a Wednesday when you play on a Thursday night it was just. Like about how did you? How on earth did you get our numbers? As if Lawrence didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, dude the the smack talk that goes on on social media, like off on the on the quote unquote official <laughs> accounts, at least like the basketball ones that I've seen, dude, it's savage, man. <laughs> like, if if all the parents saw this, they would be screaming about bullying like hardcore. That would be it. Would definitely count as today's version of bullying, having been like legitimately bullied as a kid being made fun of is not bullying but being held in the with your head in the toilet when they flush it yeah. that's bullying ask me how i know <laughs> but hey shout out to those people right made me who i am today that's right that's why it doesn't matter when people talk about me and i can get on a microphone and make all kind of mistakes it doesn't matter you can talk about me all you want i'm just sorry you don't bully some credit uh, yeah the uh, los angeles chargers are very petty on their twitter account they post they post some funny stuff though. Right, we only have a couple minutes, but I got because speaking of Twitter accounts are the best. Is there anybody better? Twitter's what may think of this. Is there anybody better marketing right now than Wendy's? Have you seen the Wendy's commercial? I have not. Where they bring believe. back the Pretzel Pub Burger? That's a good one. Have you seen this? You haven't seen the Pretzel Pub Burger I have commercial? Not. It has Reggie Bush in it. Really? Yeah, and so that. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you gotta watch the commercial. So they the late you know, they have these deadpan people that they're doing great by the way. All these little storylines they've got with the big frosty, with the French toast sticks where, you know, the mom of the employees like, like, Oh, this is the best French toast. Oh, it's better than mine. And they're going it's, it's been great. I'm a I'm into advertising and marketing a lot. I, and I think they've done a great job with it. They get Reggie Bush because they're bringing back something that they've taken away. In this pretzel pub burger, and so they say we're bringing give give Reggie Bush something give something back to Reggie Bush that was taken from him years ago that he deserves, and they bring him out on a plate, the <laughs> pretzel pub burger, nice. right in the commercial, and he yeah. goes, "Oh, you're never taking this away!" Like we didn't tell him it's only for a limited time. So he he has the burger and he goes, "Ah!" He goes to like fakes the Heisman pose. Fakes the Heisman pose. Yeah. Gotcha. Don't touch my burger. You know, but he like. He's like all in on this, which yeah. really kind of makes it is what makes it because he's in on it, man, and he's I all in going it because it's, they're, they're obviously plugging the Heisman. The thing. best, the best marketing was Aaron Rodgers doing his State Farm celebration <sighs> every time he scored, though. That was like, <laughs> yeah, like I mean that's unmistakable. So you just did it right there. Discount double check. Yeah, <laughs> like it worked. Everybody it knew it. Yeah, everybody was knew it. It was great. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. You can't change my mind. That's pretty good, though. Chargers Twitter. Yeah, Chargers Twitter. We're not <laughs> the official Los Angeles Chargers Twitter is unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> that is unhinged. But, yeah. I mean, they, they explain what that the meaning of that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a fair assessment. I was going to say, it's fair. Yeah. That, is, that is excellent work by the yeah. social media team. The, the Los Angeles Chargers by far have the uh, – have the best social media team. They do indeed. What what uh one what one game you watching this weekend? What's the big one on your radar besides Carolina Clemson? 
I get, I already said Texas Tech, NC State. Man. When I get home from working two soccer games, I'm turning that on. Hopefully, so not you're down for some uh, Young's Har- Young Harris soccer, men's and women's today. Yes, I got the it. Women, women versus Columbus State, number oh. four team in the country. Eef. That's right. That's Piazza okay. got something for him. Yeah, and uh, Emma Sexton's still unknown. She might be injured for that game. Tough without your top goal scorer. What about the they got the magic spray? That I'm going to work yeah, on her. No, we no. need we need some magic spray. Yeah, yeah. But Marin White should be healthy, and you got some good midfield presence. Claire Regnall. French, they're a new French fresh freshman. What about she Haley is, Bullock? Haley Bullock as well. Haley Bullock. Um, we have a great Not story. to be confused. Yeah, but it, this, uh, I talked to Coach Chris Ayer yesterday, and he said if they played their game, Columbus State makes a mistake. They capitalize. That's how they beat good teams. They beat number two Flagler last year in the same exact way. They they played their game. Flagler made one mistake. They capitalized, and that was it. So well, the, men, the men pummeled. Uh, North Georgia a couple yep, weeks ago. 7-1. They, they were nationally ranked. They beat Aiken um, in the midweek, but they lost to Tampa 4-2 to uh, last week, so they're looking to right that wrong. Conference matchup against Young Harris, who are usually a powerhouse, having a down year, uh, but they have some really good players. Young Harris have two uh, All-Americans on their team. All-Americans? All-Americans. Shout-out to All-Americans. Brett a Simpson. boys from Thurman went down to Evans last night and put a dub on Evans, who have a five-star recruit on their team. Lyman, I believe. That's pretty hot. They were 0-2, 0-3. Looking forward to that Monday night game. Which Minnesota was? Minnesota versus Philadelphia. You got the Monday night's game. The Monday night's game. Yeah, the Monday the night games. Monday night's games. games. Yeah. Monday night's game, Monday night games. Both of them coming Both in. Night's on game. One There's two of them. Just, you know, whatever you say. Yeah. Just get an S in there. Both of them are good, in my opinion. Tennessee and Buffalo is always a good matchup. Yeah. Like seven fifteen and eight thirty is a bit weird, though. Like at halftime, one game's gonna start. Is that what? That is weird. I don't know. Usually they're back to back. I was trying to force you to watch as much Disney as you can. You got two tracks yeah, going yeah, at the same yeah. time, I Do believe. I? Yeah. yeah, I thought I the, stopped the other. I don't, other. Know, I don't know if this is like you got some the remix uh, going. Some yeah, crazy yeah. mashup you're going for here. <laughs> I thought I stopped it. I it felt just like didn't I stop. Heard Sia in the background. <laughs> yeah. There was no. It was not Sia. That was. Uh, uh, show me the money because we're out of time again. Um, and and it's uh, it was. Um, oh gosh, what's her name? She talks to angels by the Black Crows. Oh, nice. I knew what I meant to say. Black Crows. I struggle with no sleep, man. I know it's been time. We're two minutes yeah, over. We're two minutes over. We do it every week. It is actually we're almost three minutes over. I turn the music on. Though. That is what it is. <sighs> Once again, three hours not long enough to talk sports here at Howard's. But we got a noontime kick coming up for the Carolina for Carolina and Georgia. Don't forget you can check us out Tuesday night right back here on the stage at Howard's for the midweek mix-up, and of course Friday night we're at home against Crescent with the Emerald Vikings on homecoming night, another early homecoming. You can check this out at vikingsarchives.com. You can also check it out on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts later today. Shout out to Wire, who did not do that last week. I did. And had to edit it because it was a little bit too big. I had to cut out the first 10 seconds of blank space. So it get under 250 megabytes. But we are there in the little breakdown. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, even Audio Mac. If you live that kind of life. For Graham, for Graves, Brian King saying so long from Howard's.